ready. All right. I got something I'm curious to see. We might change the intro up, but I just don't look at the screen real quick, if you don't mind. All right. I can look now. Nope. Uh, Not yet. Now you can. I've been working a long time now. I've been working for free. Don't nobody around this town you give a damn about me. I've been slaving away all my life. Still whipping the chain. And lately I can't help but feeling like I'm going insane. Give a nigga a break. Wow. Give a nigga a break. How much more can I take? Give a nigga a break. Give a nigga a break. Give a nigga a break. How much more can I take? Give a nigga a break. I just married my beautiful wife. And I can't pay the bill And I just want to buy her house out Out in Beverly Hills How the fuck did I not be on yet? Almost 30 years old How the fuck did I not be so hot? When a nigga this cold Give a nigga a break Okay, well. Nothing? Just I mean he ain't in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so Tyler it, Cassidy, it, man. It, it ain't enough it ain't really nothing I can do. Because he ain't in front of me. The man's name's Tyler Cassidy. Right. And he is, I uh, fuck with this song hard as hell. Uh sure. <laughs> For those who don't know have him singing at your wedding. Oh, I mean he got some other good songs too. I ain't gonna lie. The comment section is is on fire. For those who are not listening, and, wait, is we recording? Yeah. Oh. For those who are not listening and don't understand what's going on right now, the song you just heard was Tyler Cassidy, "Give a Nigga a Break." For those who don't know, Tyler is white, and I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not offended. Okay. <laughs> okay. You offended by it? He's not in front of me, man. I, I I have to see the live show for that. <laughs> you ain't gonna do this shit live. I, I I have to see the live show. Let me just say this. If a white man is down like that, that's yeah. his fault. He didn't use his his skin to his to his advantage. Now he's saying give a nigga a break. I feel him though. Give a nigga a break. Ow. I feel him. Like he give, fucked himself up. Nigga. No, I ain't talking about him. I'm talking about the sentiments of the song. Give a nigga a break. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Nothing. It's the wrong motherfucker singing it. Hey, might be the right motherfucker. People listening. Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah, appreciate it. My bad. It's all good. You know, I I was expecting that uh, reaction from you. It's just kind of where I was going with it. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe we use that as an intro. Maybe not. 
However you feel that it's going to work. Hey, I'm just saying, give a nigga a break. Hey, I mean, it might be a theme of the show. <laughs> Some niggas might need some breaks. <laughs> a lot of niggas need breaks this week. Oh, shit. You ready? I'm no, ready, sir. Let's get into it. Give a nigga a break. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you've seen stories about marrying your goddaughter, protesting against Dave Chappelle at Netflix, taking pictures with Sidney Star, asking your parents to hide their sons since you at their university, shooting somebody in the face purely on accident, of course, or a Negro named Bootsy, don't worry, Gummy Name Podcast is here to outdo all that shit. Yes, sir. Yes, Come on we back are. on in here. Can't wait till we start. Welcome back to the, another episode of the Governor Name Podcast. Now you know we are about to talk our shit. Two halves to make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Your checks and balances and social commentary. Your podcaster's favorite podcast. What a slow news week, right? Shit, I'm shooting my shot every <laughs> chance I get, nigga. Can't a, wait. Can't wait. What a slow news week. Can't wait. Y'all niggas thought fucking... <laughs> Story Lane's got it bad. <laughs> Shit. Jesus. <laughs> Niggas just oh don't know, god. motherfuckers. We here. Oh my god. We here. Yeah. It's terrible. Welcome back, bitch. Oh my god. My name is Cole Jackson, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately? I don't know what to say. Hey, give a nigga a break. I don't even know what to say this week. <laughs> hey, give a nigga a break. That's it. Just give a nigga a break. Give a nigga a break. <laughs> Oh, that Kit Kat bar. Break it off. Oh. <laughs> My name is Shogun. I'm the other half of the Government Name Podcast. And we'd like to welcome y'all to the Government Name Podcast, where we are the checks and balances of social commentary. Can we just talk about cartoons all episode? Can, uh, <laughs> if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Government Name Podcast. That's G-U-B-M-I-N-T-S. Nope. N-A-M-E. I, I caught it. I caught it. That's a When I get something locked into my head, it'd be locked into my head. Lock, rock the boat. See, rock I was going to say, I was going to make an Alec Baldwin joke then. I was just uh, like, eh, it's too easy. Oh, uh, it ain't my fault. <laughs> Did I it, ain't, it ain't my fault. Ooh. It ain't Ooh. my fault. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Oh man, why are you causing all kinds of records on our Instagram? What you mean? And just shooting the shot. Hey, <laughs> you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You didn't say it though. I ain't said it. Motherfuckers gonna get mad when we start saying this. So mm. I was like, hey, let's prime the prime the defenses mm. now. So I mean, it is what it Batting is. down the hatches. Batting it down. Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How your week been, bro? I don't even know if I want to talk about my week. So much. I would like to say it was a little tough for me to find some subjects to talk about this week. Really? Yeah, really? it was very hard. I know. Very, very hard. hard. I just scrolled through Instagram for like five <laughs> seconds. It's like, shit. My rundown is completely different from like what I was like, let me find some. Because re- I was doing stories throughout the week mm-hmm. and I wasn't trying to do. The stuff you was going to cover on here? <sighs> no, no, no. I, I, I just, 
too much shit happened this past week, and I was like, let me just get some regular rundown stories because I know it's a bunch of top heavy shit. Yeah, from like this past week. Well, give me one of them topics that you not gonna cover. I'm just curious if it's in my room. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying I knew we was going to talk about it at the top of the show. Oh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck my week. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly everybody everybody was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do what the fuck I want to damn do. Fuck it. And I was like, fuck, bro. Like, uh, all right. So first and foremost, I go back to the office on Monday. Whoop. There you go. Are you excited? Uh, I, you know what? I got in my car today and I said, I don't want to see none of the motherfuckers. Damn. I was like, I don't even want to go. Fuck y'all. I'm trying to get paid. Basically, that's it. That nigga's like, I don't. Cole, where you been? Get out of my way. Yeah, shut up, bitch. <laughs> Samson is cheating. <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> you tell Mr. Nice Guy to have his Jamaican ass over here by 3 o'clock tomorrow. And don't and you don't want me to get, get ugly. <laughs> shit. Hey, man, I <laughs> felt it. That nigga said shit. He knew. I love- I love that bait, man. Have bait. Um, yeah, man. I gotta go back to the office, but I only go in for four days now. So hey, it's just like hey, five, you go man. Monday through Thursday, and you stay at home and work at home on Friday. They said so we know go. y'all niggas gonna get nasty on Friday, so don't even come in. Nasty. nasty. Hey. hey. What's wrong with that? Nothing. <laughs> nah, for real. I I don't know what the rules are. They sent me the rules three weeks ahead of time, and I still ain't read them hoes. So I'm finna go in the office. And just figure the shit out, I guess. You trying to get sent back home? <laughs> That's what it is. No, it ain't even that. It ain't even that. It's just... Fuck it. I mean, I, I just don't know what to... I know how to wear a mask mm-hmm. and sit at a particular... I have a particular place I have to sit. Mm-hmm. And that's all I know. Away from them. <laughs> get over there in that bad chair. Shut up there, nigger! Uh, <laughs> I have been real racist this past week, too. Just this week? Okay. Well, I mean, more than usual. Yeah. Well, shut up, nigger. Uh, so I'm, I'm ready. To, I don't want to see nobody. I, I actually, I don't want to go back to that fucking office, man. I don't give a fuck about these folks, man. These people get on my fucking nerves. I feel like you're gonna say that up until you start hanging around them again. You be like, you know what? Well, it ain't like, even gonna be fully staffed, though. I know, but it's gonna be some folks in there. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. They, they, they been party. sitting in the house. The quarantine thick folks. They ready to get out. Gas is high. I know. I don't feel like spending. I was like, man, my little the stuff I used to put in my tank can't even do that no more. Mm-hmm. Y'all motherfuckers want a nigga to pay more for gas. Told you, get a nigga break. <laughs> Told you that song is relevant. That shit's three years old too. Oh, he probably got on by now. Then he's probably kind of saw the TikTok keeping him afloat. Oh, I thought it was the head of a a, a movie studio <laughs> <laughs> touching women now. Whew. Harvey Weinstein. That nigga boy, he just was like, "Oh, I got a walker." <laughs> hey, yo, you know what? It, it was weird that you know Bill Cosby got out of j- prison, mm-hmm. and now the other lady who was on the show with him suing him, yeah, trying to like, him up. Where, did, where was she at when everybody else was talking about that? Like, <laughs> I thought they was done with that situation. That was somewhere in the mountains. She was like, "You know what? God damn it, I'm tired of." She, she got back from the mountains. Was like, what? What? They do you let mean? that motherfucker out. We, we I need, need you. I need to tell my story. They said we need you, big dog. I need to tell you tell my story. Did you read it? Like, I, what's the read? I know I've seen this I kinda, movie. I kinda, I've seen the movie before. <laughs> I know how the movie is. Is it sad that I couldn't be bothered to read her side of the story? Not sad, but I think it's a little sad because I'm like, bitch, 
<laughs> like, where was you at? Why did you come out early? Why are you so late? CPT? Yeah. I guess you... I, I guess mean, you, I don't, I'm not calling her a bitch, but it's just like, damn, why you ain't... Like, it seems kind of... Late. It kind of... Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I don't know, man. My sympathy meter was run dry. Man, at that nigga, point. I my sympathy bag is very low too. Oh no, I'm fu- I'm gonna fuck up your sympathy this week. My sympathy bag is low, bro. I'm finna I mean, fuck it up. How you gonna fuck it up when it's low? I got oh, show my ass on to it. Nah, man. You Artificial sympathy. Artificial. <laughs> kind of like the uh, trans movement for Netflix. <laughs> Niggas don't really give a fuck about them. <laughs> and it's sad. Dave Chappelle was like, I'll come talk to y'all. What are they still mad about? Like, tell me the joke. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm and then the, so the CEO, confused. the CEO was like, maybe I just didn't express myself the way Nigga I should have. Nigga said shit three fucking times by now. He's like, look, he bro, said, I'm not taking this shit. I'm down. not taking it down. Niggas like it. It's funny. Get a fucking sense of humor, man. If he could just put me on, <laughs> I seen somebody put yeah, me right. on. Yeah, nigga, I work for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I work look, for look, you. Look, we got too much trouble with the LGBT. Them and Chick-fil-A. We can't have. Like, <laughs> well, I work for both of y'all, niggas. Well, I will. Who do you think would protest you the most? Me? Yeah. I think black people would because you protest me. Yeah, how would black people protest me? Because you be calling them folks. niggas and shit like that. I mean, a nigga is a nigga. Damn, they didn't call me a nigga before. How, but you speaking for all niggas now? I mean, no. Oh, okay. Well, I speak for enough. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 I feel shit. like I feel like Martin Luther King probably said that too. He's like, you speaking for all niggas? No, no. I speak for enough. Damn. I speak for enough. You gotta stop this man. <laughs> He get too powerful. <laughs> Let's put some women in this church. Nah, he already did that. He been a preacher for a long time. <laughs> he fell for it, but it didn't work. <laughs> but he, he rise again, nigga. <laughs> Let's put Jesse Jackson in this camp. Oh shit, yo, Jesse was some bullshit. He let them. I, well, I ain't gonna say that. No, he did. I ain't gonna say it. Bro. He let him, but he was just like, "How you back in the days?" No, no, listen it. to me. Listen to me. Back in them days, like when people be pointing to take photos, like you gotta stage that photo, my nigga. Like if there's an active sniper outside and you pointing like where the dude was, <laughs> and you pointing up when the motherfucking rooftops was that way. I don't know, man. That shit's suspect. <laughs> Jesse Jackson been suspect in my book. Mm-hmm. It's so it didn't look right. It don't look right. <laughs> but I'm not gonna say that because I've said. already said the whole Martin Luther King fucking these hoes. And you I know mean, how that went. Both of them was true. The picture didn't look right, and Martin Luther King was fucking Hoes was dipping in them days. They had a Coretta. Can you imagine that? Look at your phone. Goddamn, it's Coretta calling. <laughs> look at them thick thighs. Look at them thick thighs. You know, back in them days, the pantyhose used to get them hard. Oh, man. man, look yeah. at them pantyhose. Ooh. Ooh, she got the shit kind. Where was you at last night, Mark? <laughs> you know, I was down there at Margaret's house <laughs> eating that pie. <laughs> Come on in, Martin. Bessie Ann <laughs> called me yesterday. Didn't anybody see me? <laughs> Take all my messages when I'm out. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He got to come back. He got a Rolodex full of numbers and call like. <laughs> this nigga got to really remember. Uh, 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 three, seven, two. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was a Suzanne from Michigan or from Mississippi? Uh, Mississippi. I get him confused every time. I had to lay hands on one of them. He did. <laughs> Boy, that would be so t- 
Think about your your grandma telling you stories of how Martin Luther King laid your hands on us. No, think about your grandma telling you that Martin Luther King showed up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Think about the grandson telling that story. <laughs> Are you Martin Luther King? He said, you know. Think of what you doing up. He said, man, my grandma used to tell me all the time. This is man. You show up at the house all the time. You know he recognized the voice. Right. Sounds so much like Martin Luther King, but he was always moaning. Mm. <laughs> oh, they were singing Negro spirituals all the time. Shit. But it was late at night. What Negro spiritual would you sing while you're having sex? He ain't singing no Negro spirit. That nigga fucking. Oh, I know. But what one? Which if you had to sing one, a Negro spiritual when yeah. I'm fucking? Yeah. Mm. Before I be a slave, <laughs> I'll be buried swing in low. my grave. Swing low, swing low, cause I'm hairy, nigga. Cause I'm hung low, swing low. <laughs> cause I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> I'm big bone, big structured, blessed and highly about the key like this? I mean, statue of limitation, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, but, I mean, we, we, some truth in what we, we said. When we get to heaven, we're going to have to fight oh, yeah. that nigga. We're going to have to fight. I heard, I heard them jokes y'all was saying on you your ain't podcast. You fight me on the first day. You got to get your bunk. That's how you get your bunk. No, 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 no. Jesus already know what's going to happen. Jesus going to be, hey, you're like, hey, you got to stay cliffing them niggas. Let that shit heat down. You know, about maybe 100 years you can go over there and holler at them. Mm-mm. I'm going to try to find Tupac first Mm-mm. and Nipsey. Mm-mm. Martin Luther King gonna be like, I heard what you said on I your know, podcast. Nigga, I nigga. heard what you said too. I listened to that shit. We too. gonna fight today. All right, man. You got that's, a long ass line. Like, where is James Earl Ray? Like, in shit? Well, he ain't here, I guess. <laughs> shit. My bad. This nigga said what? <laughs> you should what be the fight. fuck you mean? What the nigga up there for? That's what I'm saying. He, he fighting me. You gonna jeopardize all this life, life, life of luxury because I joked on it on the podcast? Nigga. You can't get kicked out of heaven like yes, that. Yes, you can. No, you can't. The devil did. Different. How is that different? That nigga went against some shit. Well, this is paradise. My paradise ain't getting my you ass whooped. You can't. <laughs> you going you, against the rules. How you going to lose, bro? I'm in heaven. You ain't going to lose. I can't though. lose in my own personal heaven. So Martin Luther King ain't going to fight me. That's yeah, a nightmare. Yeah. Nah, he going to fight you. He heard them jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he going to fight me. And I'm going I'm to accept. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I'm going to have to let you take I'm that. I'm going to throw hands with that. Oh, you think Martin Luther King going to whoop my ass? Yes. Shit. That nigga been in there lifting weight. Shit. Shit. He is an apostle right shit. now. <laughs> Shit! What yeah. kind of? I'm gonna be like, we are gonna have a wrestling match, and I'm gonna have a dog wrestling. I'm gonna have dogs all ain't wrestling. I'm gonna have dogs around the ring, so mm-hmm. you can be scared. No. Martin Luther <laughs> King ain't scared of dogs, nigga. He was marching. They had dogs on it. What you think you gonna do, nigga? Them with German shepherds too, fully blood. Damn. Have a ladder match with that nigga. So you no, know he's scared of heights. <laughs> <laughs> Who said to come into the show not like this? I was just trying to show you a song about giving a nigga a break. Oh, shit. I completely forgot what we were talking about. You was trying to talk about. Because we was talking about Martin Luther King. You was trying to talk about. Fucking these hoes. I'm sorry. You was trying to talk about all the new things that was going on last week and going back into the office. Oh, God. And not being seen with your, not wanting to see your coworkers. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> Martin Luther King. Yeah, man. I don't want to. I don't want to see him no more, man. So I'm good with that. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Okay, I'm done with the jokes. Let me talk about what I. What happened? Okay, 
I ain't even do that. Let me talk about what I got going on. All right, real quick, everybody, thank you for supporting us uh, getting music back on BYNK Radio. It came back on Friday, October the 22nd. I really appreciate all the music submissions that we got. I appreciate people. Can, you can still, just because we're playing music, don't mean we're not taking uh, submissions anymore. Mm-hmm. Please send your submission. If you got music submissions, send it to bynkradio at gmail.com. Mm. I will have something posted on the um, Instagram at bynkradio and on my Instagram. So make sure you you check that out and submit your music, man. So we can put you in rot- Well, we can try to put you in rotation. Yeah, so. man. That's dope. So do that. So coming November the 10th, I'm super excited to let you guys know I've been producing this podcast called Sex with Friends with Ooh. Whitney. And it is going to drop um, exclusively on the BYNK Productions feed on Spotify and on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me just let y'all in on, a, on, on something real quick. Um, this is a brand new podcast that I've been producing. I'm not on it. I'm just producing it. And this is a podcast about what do you know? Sex is is a sex podcast where Whitney talks to different people about different sexual situations. Very interesting podcast. Um, You're going to get some sex talk. You're going to get some tips. And you're going to have people opening up about their fetishes. And it's it's pretty good. Um, The first episode drops November the 10th. Be ready. Um, I'm most definitely going to be posting this. So I'm super I'm super proud of Whitney because she's never podcast before, right? And I've never produced a podcast before, right? And hey, she's doing an amazing job. Um, the guests are are really good. We've we've had some pretty good guests so far. We actually are gonna get some pretty. I ain't gonna say that. I, I gotta wait. I gotta wait till this sign sealed and delivered first. But. Um, Hey guys, if you want to hear a raw conversation about sex, if you want to hear conversations about sex tips and what to do in certain situations, please, 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 man, if you support me and you support the podcast, please support her podcast, support Sex with Friends. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to hear it and comment on it and and all that good shit. So I'm I'm super excited about that. Right. You know we uh. We are trendsetters at this podcasting thing, and it's dope to see us not really passing the torch, but also being a, a gateway towards new voices being heard on mm-hmm. you know on the studios and the audiences and the people. And uh, it's dope just you know yeah. seeing other people say, "Hey, I like what you guys do. I want to do my version of that." Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm very excited to see what she got. Talk about yeah, it's it's really good, Sex man. It's really good. Sex with friends. You can follow them right now. The podcast Instagram page is up. It's called Sex with Friends. Mm-hmm. Just go at Sex with Friends Pod. Follow her for the folks who want to be involved in a new sex positive podcast. Check out Sex with Friends. And just to give you guys a heads up, also safe space, no judge. It's a nud non non. Is it non non judgmental zone? Nobody's judging anybody about their kinks. Nobody is. You're. It is a safe space to talk about sexual experiences, your kinks, and what you like about sex. That's so, why it's called sex. sex with friends. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> I just picked some random sound. I don't have anything else. I, I put why Bootsy why, but why Bootsy why? Did you see what this nigga put on? Nah, I don't be following Bootsy like that. What Bootsy do? 
I seen somebody say that his obsession with Lil Nas X sexuality is kind of weird. Okay. So is he still on the Lil Nas so X train? Let me just let me put it out here real quick. Uh, this past week, mm-hmm. Lil Nas X was on his Instagram live. And he was like, hey, I got a song with Boots coming out. I got a song with Boots dropping. Ha, ha, ha. You know, trolling him. No, he was trolling him. And Bootsy. (sighs) Get off that mic a little bit. Bootsy goes on a rant Mm -hmm. on Twitter. And basically, Bootsy's like, stop trolling me, F word, LOL. He called him a faggot? Yes. Wow. Uh, You a whole bitch out here playing with a streak with a gangster. Shake my head. Um... You keep, you can keep sucking dick and getting fucked in your ass and <laughs> what the fuck and in peace and hashtag you hate yourself. I would too Whoa. if I was you. Uh, LOL, Nas X. If you commit suicide, you would do this world a huge favor. <laughs> nobody, Jesus. nobody wants you here. Why is Boozy so bothered by this? So Twitter, Twitter took down his tweet. Um, it still made the rounds, and he doubled up. He doubled back. He was like, "Nah, I meant what I said." He's a he's an f word, and yeah. But I, why is this bothering him so much? Like, I, I understand the troll. Everybody gets a little annoyed with the troll, but why is he going this far with it? I have no idea. Uh, I was just like, "Bruh, like, chill out, just chill a little." It's a, bit, it's a little suspect at this point. It's like, bro. You you're never gonna get fucked by this little boy, so why are you worried? Like it's not like I, I'm guessing in my in his head he's mm. like, oh no, gay people are creeping behind pillars and they're trying to rape me. Like nigga, what? Not pillars. I mean, they might <laughs> or pillows, whichever one's comfortable. Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they just no. He looked that nigga looking for kids. Well, oh sorry, it might be him. He young. Uh, to Boosie, Boosie young. To Michael Jackson. I mean, fuck, like. Just you gotta just let shit fly, bro. Like it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta just look past all that. Like yeah. for all intents and purposes, let me just be real. For all intents and purposes, Boosie, you're an, you're a successful independent artist that a lot of people can't match. He is. You say what you want to. Boosie is successful as far as as the independent scene is concerned. He makes a lot more money than a lot of these other independent artists do. Uh, I just. Just you gotta you gotta chill. This bro. ain't the hill to die on. Yeah, like this ain't it. You picking the wrong on. battle, dog. Like let it go. At this point, he made his point where he was like, "Yo, I don't want to see all this shit pushed on my kids." But now it's going further. Now it seems like you just hate gay people, and that shit's not cool in today's society. Like mm-hmm. you can hate whatever you want to hate, but that's personally. But when you're trying to stop this man getting his money and just existing, you're not gonna stop that. Like mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. And telling telling somebody to kill themselves, bro. I mean, Shit's come crazy. on, cuz like, I think. Why is he so bothered by this? Like, are you that homophobic that just the mere thought of this kid having sex with a dude yeah. bothers you? That's what I'm saying, nigga. You should never get on the internet <laughs> ever. <laughs> There's so much other shit to ever. worry about. Ever. Wow. Nah, man. I just feel like he took it way too far. Just let it go. I mean, just let it. go. But the baby, like, yes, <laughs> finally another nigga that <laughs> right. fucked up. It ain't on me no more. Uh, there are a lot of people who are saying that Bootsy is 
DL because of how infatuated Clearly. we're going, going back and forth with, with him. It seems that I way. Just, to me, it just seems like, to me, it just seems like he just hate gay people. Gay people. Yeah. And I don't think he's DL. No. I don't, I don't think that that means that he he's secretly homosexual. Like, people hate people. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's like, it's got to stem from somewhere. That nigga is a street nigga. He, he an old school street nigga. That's how it is for him. I don't think he's undercoverly. Personally, I don't think he's undercover gay. I just feel like he hate gays. But why this gay person? Why is he so bothered by little Nas X? I don't X? know, man. It just seems like, I, I don't know. He it's keep, a motivation somewhere. He keep talking about, well, he was talking about this gay agenda and, and thinking that Lil Nas X is like that lead of that shit, but... I mean, he's I, the tool of the gay agenda if there is a gay yeah. agenda. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you will see more push for inclusion and equality today mm-hmm. because that's today's society. Right. But at the same time, it's like when gangster rap was big, everybody was doing that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Lil Nas X is a troll. He's been a troll. That's how he got on. So, mm-hmm. he just trolling niggas. Yeah. I just feel like, I just feel like he just hate the nigga. I I think he hates gays and he hates the whole gay shit. And but why? That's where people are going. Like he must be down low. Like when he was in prison, you know they rape niggas all the time. So he probably got. That's what the movie said. Damn, shit, that was his movie by him, starring <laughs> him, about him. You think he gonna put the worst wish, parts in there? I wish my movie. I wish I could make my own autobiography, bro. That shit is spectacular. I'll be flying. I'd be Superman. Basically, I'd be like. Mm-mm-mm. And that's when I got my superpower. Right. <laughs> it's like, what? And that'll be, it had a cliffhanger. You know what? I would make that movie and then have clips of people who knew you throughout childhood and be like, that nigga ain't never had superpowers. I don't know why he lying. <laughs> that would be a good ass movie. They never knew my true identity. Of I black knew his super, true identity. Uh, I helped him go home. A black Superman. <laughs> I was there when he got jumped. <laughs> Here's your hat. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> um, Sad man, it's sad that a motherfucker will fuck his whole shit up because he he wants to go take it to this level. I I just don't understand the end results of all this. Like, what is gonna happen? Like, there's That's a nothing. Good thing, bro. You're not gonna gain anything from jumping on this kid for his sexuality. Like, yeah, bro, this is, is not the time for that. Yeah, what is the end game? I guess he just want little Nas X to stop being gay. <laughs> Get some pussy, nigga. <laughs> like what? Yeah, like, bro, like, you literally let somebody rape your son. Like, nobody else cares this much about this kid being gay. I don't even think his parents, like, Lil Nas X's parents care. Like, bro, it's do you. Right. And, and do him, too. <laughs> you know? And that other nigga. And the nigga before him. That's it. Just, just, I don't know. I'm not bothered by it. I'm not bothered by it either. I just, I knew that was, that rant was something serious on the internet, and um, it just... That's that was that think, was that was fucked up. You think That's he saw the Dave Chappelle special? It was like emboldened. He was like, you know what? And fuck the gays too. <laughs> but that ain't what the Dave Chappelle special I know, was but about. But everybody else getting whatever they want from it. Whatever you want. They amplifying the message. Whatever they think. That's Dave talking. I don't know. Did you see the? There was a protest about Dave Chappelle and his special, and there was a dude who had a sign that said, "I like, I like Dave. Dave Chappelle." It was just like, "I like Dave," and then they they swarmed him, snatched the sign away from him, stomped on the sign, and then he still had the stick that was hooked up to the sign. And then they said, "Oh, he's got a weapon!" Like, bro, what? 
Like, how can you protest somebody about free speech? You're saying that he should not be saying such hateful things, but then a man comes up protesting his like free speech, and then they get mad at him. Like, this is where your argument starts falling apart. Get, give a nigga a break. I'm not saying Dave is right. I'm not saying the trans LGBT people are right. I just don't understand the conflict. That's what I'm trying to figure out, too. Like, it's like we plan to walk out, and then they they fired the person who had planned, and it was like, well, we got no, no, a backup. No, 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 no. They didn't fire them for planning to walk out. They fired them for leaking documentation oh. inside Netflix. They put out how much Chappelle got paid and the metrics. Oh, no company's putting out that the metrics. They'd be like, yo, this is the number one streaming shit that we got. Yeah, but you know, you don't know the actual numbers. Mm-hmm. You putting out classified company information, your ass getting fired no matter what you do. Yeah, you can't do that. Even if you part of a trans movement, yeah. fuck that. You fucking with the paper. Yeah. Fuck out of here. And the CEO ain't fucking with him. He's like, I'm not finna lose no money. Yeah. And then your, all punk, the, your punk ass. And all the other trans people is mad too. I'm like, bro, are y'all really listening? I don't think anybody's listening. I think we I all just so screaming to be screaming. Do you, let me ask you a question. Do you think that there's a lot of people dying on some hills that ain't worth it? Yeah, I know. Do you think that this is worth their jobs? <laughs> <laughs> it's some real <laughs> shit. <laughs> It's a hey look look. There's a labor shortage right now. Quit, quit. It's five people trying to take your job. Nigga, I'm trying to get on. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, wipe me down. Hey, I'll be the the black dude. <laughs> How many black folks you got? You need one more. I'm all right. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm be mad. You can I'm be the be, Samoan. I'm be pointing just like Jesse Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I should have never brought that joke. Why? Up. Why in my head the first thing I was thinking was one less. The song you you remember that? Oh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> like get, I, I need to get in. Mm. I don't think that. But maybe we're looking at it from the wrong. I angle. show me a different angle that we can look at it on. Damn, I can't. Oh damn! I thought you had a kaleidoscope, nigga. Get all the angles. I just feel like it ain't worth the 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 special. It's you one, you have to watch it as a whole. Mm-hmm. Two, you have to watch it in a spectrum. Three, mm-hmm. it has a like you we don't care about in a spectrum. Not really a spectrum, I guess. I think that's the wrong word. Mm-hmm. But you you have to watch it. You gotta be open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You there you go. It. Yeah. yeah. See, boy, you good. You. That boy good. Um I just don't understand. I'm like you. And maybe it's something that we just don't get. I'm clearly not hearing whatever the issue is. Because when I try to listen to them screaming about it, like, it's it's a bunch of Charlie Brown speech. Like, I can't understand it. But it's a lot of other trans people that have came out and said they don't see the problem. But why this much vitriol from it? Like, this is three weeks past, and we're mm-hmm. still talking about this shit. Like, bro, move the fuck on. I guess I don't know. I, I just don't know. Maybe I, people really got hurt and offended by it, but I just I don't see it, and I'm gonna plead my ignorance on it because I don't walk in their lifestyle and their shoes, and mm. I don't understand what's going on. But I listened to Dave, and I didn't find anything extremely offensive. How many times did you watch that? Twice. Me too. And the second time around, the end of the story hurt me even more. The second time with the well, with you the, actually heard what he was saying because the shock is gone. Like now you're listening, you're listening with intent to hear what he's talking about, and it's like, yo, I feel you. These motherfuckers is mad about this, but what about these five hundred plus years of bullshit that we've been going through? Mm-hmm. Like, don't step on us because you're trying to get to the top. See, you know what's funny? Like we can't even say that. 
I just did. I know, but it's like. No, that's a realization of the situation. Like, we're all in this bullshit together. Yeah. We need to work together, not fight each other. The, having these different names and labels is dividing us even more. Like, look at politics. People are talking about, oh, you're a Democrat, or you're a liberal, or you're, you're a, uh, what is this shit? The the new shit? The social Democrat? The, um, this new shit? Yeah, it's the like. The Kenneth Owens make No, 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 no. The, the, um, the Democrats who are socialists, the socialist Democrats. Like, what is this subcategory of this shit? Like, we're making it too complicated. Stop with the labels, keep the ideals, and let's move forward. Let me say something real quick, too. Every time I be like, you know, Candace Owens had a point. She fucks it up. Oh, yeah. That's her. That's her. I was like, is. you know what? You got a point, Candace. Oh, here you go. Yeah, she fumbles. fucked up again. She fumbles. She makes some very good points, very great stances, but then she fumbles it. And it's just like, I can't support you, ma'am. Look at what you're doing. Mm-mm. So, I mean, I, I feel you. That's why you can't just stop buying into people and buying into ideals and, and, and look at policies and messages. Like, there's more to it than just being, you know what? I'm a black woman. I'm speaking against all the bullshit that's going on to black people. Like, I don't support these super hotep ass niggas. And I don't support these motherfuckers that's too gangster. Can I um, Go ahead. send you something? Yeah. I want you to to. Um, Can I play it on the show? Real yes, quick? I, I want you to All because right. this this was. You said something about black women, brother, and I like I like that, and I love black women. Let me just let me just be honest. <laughs> oh, I love y'all. Go. That's the setup, y'all. Um, prepare but, yourself. But uh, this was on Twitter. So real quick, I just want to um, talk to the guys real fast. I got these flowers like three days ago. And um, the person who gave them to me just gave them like this. No vase, no water, no flower food, just this. <laughs> all I'm really saying is, you know, although the gesture is very nice and I appreciate it, no shade at all, because the person who gave them to me gave them from his heart, I'm sure. Or at least I would hope so, right? But it just seems like a little half-assed, you know. Um, bring the vase, guys. Just simply bring the vase. Please do. Because when you do it like this, these flowers have been dying in my house on the floor. I don't know if you can see, but they're wilting. Like this one, he's so sad. He is, this one, oh, pick your head up. Yeah, you know. I'm taking him to work. Because I have a base at work, and I just remembered today. Really, the flowers have just been wilting away on my living room floor, and 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 you know, it's just nice when you go the extra mile. You know, when you do things like that, you buy flowers, just go the extra mile. It doesn't hurt. I promise. It it probably feels good. You know, if if you think about it, if you really think about it, it probably feels good. And we we all like when things feel good now, don't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not telling you how to live your life, of course, you know, because some women, they don't mind if you just buy them a, a plastic bag full of flowers. They don't, they don't mind, but others mind. Just go the extra mile, please. You know, your mother would be proud. I'm, I trust me on this. She's going to be proud of you. Why is she laughing? <laughs> like, I don't understand why she's laughing as she's saying this bullshit. Okay. Ladies. React. Ladies, oh, I'm glad I didn't read the the quote the tweet before I watched the video. Okay, first thing I'm gonna say is 
that's great that she's giving constructive criticism on the gift that she was given. Mm. But if you took the flowers home and put them on the floor, I find that to be problematic. Mm. As a, a man who has given flowers before, mm-hmm. I've definitely given flowers still in the plastic wrap. My current girlfriend, I gave her flowers. But you know what? You are, you are, you are a terrible man. You didn't go the extra mile. And your mom will be not be proud of you of doing that. That's cool. You know what she did when I gave her the flowers? She took the flowers and put them in a vase that mm. she already had. But you didn't go to why, extra why, wait, mile. Wait, wait, wait. Why do I have to supply everything? Why can't this woman who's pr- probably used to getting these flowers from people, why can't she put this in a vase? Because he didn't go the why extra Why she put mile? them on the floor? Because he didn't care enough to give a face okay, so with you didn't the care flowers. Enough. Why is she taking them to work? Because she got a face at, at work? work. How much sense does that make? You trying to take this shit to work so you can show it's it off to your, your coworkers. It's your fault because you didn't go the extra mile, sir. I appreciate a woman doing stuff like this. So that lets me know these are the red flags from here on out. <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. You're fucking insane. She might be making a great point, but you're fucking insane. You're, 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 you're going too far. The entitlement that you feel like you deserve another so piece. Like, I'm giving you flowers out of the thought. Just, I want you to be happy with the flowers and then you looking at what I didn't give you? <laughs> Fuck out of here. So the tweet says, Look, man. Oh. So, hi, what? so he buys you some flowers. I didn't. I haven't read this, so I'm reading it. Yeah, cool. So he buys you some flowers and that <laughs> they're not up to your standards. He's not obligated to provide a damn vase. Okay, that's what they said. I didn't read that. The entitlement is starting to get on my damn nerves. Men get on my nerves, too. So I'm torn, but that shit y'all be saying nowadays is ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, this motherfucker's crazy. Uh, When I first seen this, I was just like, well, you know what? You're, you're kind of overstepping your bounds. I'm not the guy for you. No, no, no. She can have her bounds. I'm not the guy for you. Wow. I will take my 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 lesson learned and tell her to have a fucking nice life. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this the shit. Nigga said I'll tell you that She's nice beautiful. Life. She's gorgeous. She's a wonderful looking woman, but her mind is fucking trash. Man. I'm not doing this. What what else do we have to like I give somebody flowers for the re one? Because I think they're it's just special. It's a nice gesture, bro. I think they're special. And I'd like to see what the reaction is. But if you're going to sit up here and just be like, well, you know, you could have went the extra mile and got a vase. You think she said that shit to that nigga? Of course not. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Well, what? I mean, what? maybe she did. What? No, she ain't. She's a, she's a woman who she probably. She recorded this shit for TikTok. She's <laughs> she trying to get clout. Fuck out of here. She's probably driving a charger. I don't and, know what she drives. She driving my nerves up, my blood pressure up too. I didn't know. It was gonna get this. I was like that when I first seen the video myself, though. I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I don't know what it is. Should we call Robert Mortal on this? No, not nah, this one. Not I got, I got one kind of like this. I want your opinion about it. I just want to know, like, y'all need to start wearing signs. For what? Tags. You ain't gonna read the signs, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) That was a warning sign, nigga. You see that shit? It said, do not go. Danger. I just. No trust. So I can't get get you. No, no, no. You can get her flowers. You just gotta get her a vase to go with the flowers. Because she puts flowers. But what if if this is my first gesture to you? It's not good enough. Give a nigga a so break. my flowers, my, my flowers alone are not good. Enough. And then she was just like, uh-huh, in the plastic. I just put them on my floor. 
Yeah, putting him on the floor kind of bothered me. That the most. bothered me the most too. Because yeah. a, a man, well, no. Nah. If we think you're special, we must <laughs> look, look, look at this. This person, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, what's up? And her dumb ass had the flowers on the floor for three days. You, ma'am, seen. <laughs> What is it? They seem broke yeah. by by a fucking face. I mean, the dollar store sell these shits. Like, what's the problem? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I feel like as a man, I have every right to be upset because, I mean, we're doing what we we do. Most niggas won't even give you flowers. They will just send you a dick pic and just be done with it. But they ain't happy about that either. Those what like, do you want? I get it that she's. What trying, do you want? I, hold on, I'm gonna put give a. You gonna give her a compliment? Sandwich? I'm gonna give her her flowers. I understand that she. <laughs> I understand that she's trying to set the tone of the relationship and she's trying to set the standards. But this is a little nitpicky to me, and so I'm gonna feel like you gotta use it again. I'm gonna feel like she's uh she just she she's going a little too far with it to me. Let me ask you a question. All right. Should we just ask before we get things? No. Should we just be like, hey, no? If I get you these, if I get you flowers, do you prefer a vase you or think no? She vase? gonna do that with a gift or a gesture that she does for a guy. What if that was a diamond necklace? She ain't gonna be happy with it. She want a diamond ring. Mm. It's too tight. That's sad. It's too loose. She like Goldilocks. She wanted to be just right, but bitch, life ain't just right. I mean, I'm not calling her a it, bitch. But why I'm is saying. it? Why is it never enough? That's all I want to know. Oh, man. You think I'm gonna figure that out? <laughs> <laughs> you write a book. Exactly. Here you go. Let me get your opinion about this one. Okay. I had a yeah. woman at work tell me, um, you make it hard for women like myself. Cause I told her that I'm not going on no damn Applebee's date. No, if a man uh, tell nah, me we're going on a we date, we're going to Applebee's. No he's going by himself because I'm not going. I'm not no two for twenty chick. I'm not two for twenty if if I'm buying it for myself. No, I'm a two for 20 if we've been in this thing for some lo- a long time. No, and we just kicking we it going, like, yeah, like, yeah, let's but go we grab lunch. You get to know me initially. I want to take you on a date. You're not finna two for 20 if I'm you and our first date would not be Applebee's. Yeah, or second or third. My friend just told a guy, she ain't want Juicy Crab. And that's oh, cool. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, that, that's, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's yeah. because there are women who yeah. will take. Like I told her, I'm not making it hard for you because first of all, me and you don't even date the we same circles. The we same. don't date we the don't, same men. Yeah. The men I date, that's not even gonna come out of their mouth. Like on a first, second, mm-hmm. probably exactly. or third date, they're but not gonna she's be like taking down. Go. So that's why that's the type of men that she's gonna attract. Okay. How you feel about that? React. Well, clearly they've been to Applebee's before. I, no. I can tell. You're saying that because they're healthier looking <laughs> ladies, a little larger than you. I normal. had to say it. I understand. Uh, One of them said she was a four for four. What was it? Two for two 20. Two for 20. Yeah. I mean, for me, mm-hmm. it, it's a little bit different for me because I guess I don't, I'm not going to Applebee's because I don't eat. I can't really eat shit off the menu. They got size, nigga. Yeah, they do. You're right. We've You're been right. to Applebee's after you was vegan. Uh, yeah, vegetarian. Ver- vegetarian. Damn. It's you. all good. It's cool. It's I tried good. to get it right. It's all right. It's all right. right. You know, it's cool. Um, I don't know, man. For me, I'm going to say they're right. Applebee's is trash. It's yeah. a terrible restaurant. The, meat, the food is microwave. It's not real food. But for a first date, I'm not really invested. Would it be mm. the best choice? I'm, not, I'm Probably not. But I just want to get to know you 
I want to understand who you are, and I want some decent drinks at a decent price. Mm. I think the the watered down drinks at Applebee's are okay for a first date. The food mm. is not what I'm going here for. I'm going here to meet you. But this is something that he offered. I don't think it's a bad thing. Like if if the woman says no, okay, what's the reasons behind it? Like is she saying I don't want to date somebody? Who- the visuals. It's the visuals. It's always the visuals. You don't want to sit pull up the Applebee's on your first date. I mean. This is coming from a man mansplaining about what a woman wants. So take that with a grain of salt. But I feel like I take that with my flowers, nigga. There you go. On the floor. But uh Okay. I feel like it's the visuals. I don't think women want to pull up. I think some some women, Mm -hmm. not all women, have a certain standard that they have to look like. Right. And pulling up the Applebee's is not it. I'm not finna pull up to no Applebee's. Hmm. What if it's all he can afford? Like, this dude is Mr. Perfect on paper. He looks good. He's got a great job. Smells good. Six, seven, you know, dunking on people. He ain't got no fucking kids. He drives a car. He said dunking on people. Hey. That is amazing. But, but, mm-hmm. he a little broke. And so all he can afford is Applebee's. He can afford you a, a, a meal. Mm-hmm. You can choose anything on the menu. Whatever all he want. can afford is Applebee's. That's it. You gonna say no to it? Yeah, I'm you gonna say Denzel Washington say let's go to Applebee's? You gonna say no? They will. Exactly. It gotta be Michael B. Jordan. Okay, okay, Michael B. Jordan then. They gonna say no still. Why? Because it's, it's not your standards. Oh, Bitches, no. Michael B. Fucking I don't Jordan. Know. If, if it was Michael B. Jordan, they'd be like, I don't know that Michael B. Jordan. He, Michael he, C. He, Jordan yeah. probably out here clocking hoes, killing the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Killing like, the game. Nah, I ain't as rich as that nigga, but I look like him. Right. I'm dunking on hoes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Michael C. Jordan out here winning. Like, like fake Drake was out here. Man, doing all you see fake Drake? <laughs> fake Drake was killing the he game. He was not man. even close to looking like Drake. He just was, had the same haircut. <laughs> Niggas was like, oh, that's fake Drake. Right. They wouldn't let the nigga in the club. I was like, come on, fake Drake. Come on, fake You got to do better than this nigga risking COVID. Personally, for me, man, I want a a first date to be somewhere where we can sit and talk Mm -hmm. instead of, like, I'm not really with the dinner first date thing no more. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that no more because I want to get to know the person. Like, I need to, and plus I need to see how you act in public. Like, I want to do a first date where we around some folks to see how you interact with people because you might be crazy. Okay, give me an example of a first date around people. Bowling. Uh-huh. Bowling bowling is typically... So you would do an event, like an activity. Yeah, let's right. see how you act around some other folks because mm-hmm. some, maybe that's not good enough. Well, she's uncoordinated. Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm bad at bowling. There, She got some right. super long nails. Uh-huh. She can't bowl. Scoop no, it up. Do it like a, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Push it between your legs. Right. Like, Somewhere where we now can you do... you watching her problem solving skills. I got mm-hmm. you. Look at that. This man. Think about I it. I thought about it. I just want to do something where I can see where you interact with people and mm-hmm. how are you, and or if you're gonna go into a, a shell or something like that. You think the restaurant? I mean, do you think this is the end of their interaction? Because he said, "Let's go to Applebee's." Yeah, mm-hmm. for certain women it is, but see, that's the thing. I think that's fine. I mean, ain't nothing against it, man. But like, not I think, Applebee's. I think it's fine for them to stop right there. Well, but. If I say, it's one thing for me to say, hey, let's meet up at Applebee's for drinks so mm-hmm. we can get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Or other than, hey, first date, dinner, Applebee's. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, as men, I've always looked at it like this. As a man, if I want to ask somebody out, I should already have something planned. Right. I always need to have something in the tub. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when I come at you, and I don't know how a lot of women feel about this, but for me and results that I have gotten when I have dated, mm-hmm. I've always just been like, okay, let's go out to X, Y, Z at this time. Yeah. 
Let's meet up here yep. and and get to know each other. And you can either be like, I'm free, I'll see you there, or <laughs> or no. I mean, you can choose not to do this. I don't think me as a 35 plus year old man. I don't think saying let's go to Applebee's is a proper first date, mm-hmm. but this is a nice icebreaker. Now, if it's cool, like we just meeting each other, like you've been talking to her on the internet, and you're mm-hmm. like, I just want to get to know you. Like this place is okay. Like an actual first date, maybe Twin Peaks or something. Like step it up a little bit more than Applebee's. Like the food is literally trash. I don't think it's women who like Twin Peaks like that though. Nah, it's, it's some. Hmm. I mean, it's 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 whatever. But I just I don't know. Turning it down because you don't like Applebee's because that's I think it because you. of the, the aesthetic of mm-hmm. being there. But I okay. mean, I can see that. I and I can use that, but these women also have friends who haven't been on dates in the last 6 months and they complaining about shit like this. Like got to be too Is it too I'm not, too standards? I'm not going to say their standards are too high, but what if that's all that guy can provide? And if you don't want that guy, then that's cool. You can turn it down and move on. But right. I don't think shooting it down right then is, you know, the way to go. But I, also, I'm not with Applebee's on the first date because it's not the best. But I wouldn't spend the most on icebreakers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I don't, I don't and then know. it's I'm like, the place. it's. I mean, but that's that's the thing too. Sometimes it's just like, well, you know. There's a lot of women who's like, I'm tired of lunch dates. And I'm like, ooh. Uh, like, what do you want? What is the date? Where where should guys go? I think I think talking before going out with somebody is just a lot better. Like, well, yeah, that should happen. Yeah, but some people just do it. They just go out. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people get misunderstood, especially if they take them. Like some men feel like it's just like yo, I gotta take her to like this. I gotta take her to like this high high price place off. Not off on the rip. first. You don't have to. But I'm saying if they haven't had conversation beforehand, if it's mm-hmm. just a little bit of back and forth on in the in the DMs, mm-hmm. some guys are just like one. They they look at their Instagram, be like, oh, I gotta spend some money on her, that, and me- they try to lead with money, and then it gets all fucked up because some women be like, oh, he got it, and like no, I'm just trying to impress you, like. The communication thing is kind of fucked up sometimes. And it's just like, I'd rather talk to somebody first, mm-hmm. get to know them over the phone or mm-hmm. whatever, just to kind of get a better understanding of like what you like, what you do, what you what you enjoy, and kind of go from there. I can't plan off of what I see on Instagram because everything on Instagram kind of fake, nigga. Yeah, it's the highlights. You're only going to show the positive moments. So dating through Instagram just doesn't seem like the best way to go. I will say my last first date was we went to the beach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so th- that was an event. That was something different. But you don't have to just settle for the bare minimum. And that's I'm not I don't want to seem like I'm coming off saying that these women are asking for too much not to go to Applebee's. What's like, the step up from Applebee's though? I'm go to a bar. Like I I feel like the effort that you're putting in like it's casual dining. You know, mm-hmm. so Applebee's isn't the place that I would recommend for the first date. But at the same time, I'm not mad about it being the, the place to go if you're breaking the ice. I feel like as a 35-year-old man, because my age does play a part in what I'm what I'm dating for, like I'm dating with a purpose, I don't want to say, hey, Applebee's. Like that didn't, that doesn't come off right. That doesn't mm-hmm. give the right vibes. But if you like 20, 19 in high school, that's cool. That's perfect. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't really got a lot of money. You ain't doing shit. You in mm-hmm. college. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Knock the Applebee's out. Get that two for 20. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get you a little drink in. 
Shit. <laughs> the last, in Montgomery, Applebee's be playing club music. They there be in there go. turning it's it up. In <laughs> right. It's hey, they might be there in Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> they bees in the trap, right? I just, I don't know, man. I, I'd rather just try to get to know a person first before yeah. we start doing dates. I don't want the first date for, for me to be the first time I'm getting to know somebody. Mm-hmm. A little bit of conversation before stepping out on some stuff helps a whole lot. It but do. people don't want to. Some people don't want to do that, and they feel like it's stupid to do that. <laughs> but I, I much rather get to know. Just this is talk, and yeah. just figure this shit out, and then we can go. So Jimmy Fallon had a segment talking about dates, and this is kind of funny that we're flowing into this. But he had a whole bunch of the worst first dates ever, and I'm just gonna read a few of them. This one says worst first date. He picked me up to go see a movie. I picked the movie. We arrived. He found out it was rated R. He freaked out, told me he had to call his mom to get permission to watch it. He did. She said, no, the date ended. We were both 21. <laughs> <laughs> Worst first date. He brought his parents. He was 25. If that wasn't bad enough, halfway through the meal, the mom asked me if I was going to finish mine. While taking tinfoil out of her bag to wrap the food up, wrap my food up to take home. Worst first date. When a guy who I just started seeing and was a funeral director picked me up with a body in the back of the car and said, we just need to make a quick stop at my office. Worst first date. The waiter came over, looked confused. He turned to my date and asked, when did you stop being gay? (laughs) (laughs) We, We had a date last night. Hashtag worst, worst first, first dates. Date. Damn. Have you had any Damn. terrible dates? I ain't dating in a minute. Horrible dates? I don't think so. I think all of the dates I've had have been first dates have been pretty good. Mm, I've had some horrible dates. I'm picky. Me too, but I've had some horrible dates. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just I'm I'm real picky about who I go out with sometimes. So mm. I mean, well, I'm picky all the time, but Nah, I ain't really had, not that I can remember, but I ain't dated in a long time either, so yeah. there's that. You think it's a way to recover? Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of the times people do their first date and don't do the follow-up, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes, people don't understand, like, when you're meeting somebody for the first time, it's a lot of nerves in that, it's yeah. a, it's, and it's a lot of nervous energy, and you're trying to put your best foot forward when you're meeting somebody. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing, man. It's just like, yo, like, mm-hmm. just... <laughs> Give it a second time around, and it might be better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like it's people are nervous. I'm just meeting you. I gotta figure this shit out. You might kill me, <laughs> or it might be an episode of you. Who knows? Hell, that shit's crazy. I've never watched that show before in my life. People really love it. I know Netflix is winning out here. Have you seen it? Nah, I ain't watching this okay, shit. Good. You think I'm gonna watch a show about somebody stalking? A murderer stalker. Yeah, yeah, that ain't good for you oh, to watch. Look at her. She's over there thinking about me as I stab her in the neck. Mm. I don't know. This shit's weird. Stab her in the neck. So I, I finished. Punch him in the nuts. I finished Squid Games. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking. Uh, like, yes, indeed. What was the point? Like, exactly. you you did it. You stupid some bitch. Hey, take care of your daughter, nigga. Like so, be a fa- be a good father. How about that? So Big Sean <laughs> made he had a freestyle that came out last yeah. week, and he had a Squid Games uh, bar in there. He was like, "My family's more important than getting revenge." Exactly. Yeah, you're not gonna get revenge from these people. Mm. Like, let it go. But just I was just like I said, take care of you. Which what'd you think about the episode with the marbles? It was fucked up. <laughs> 
Because especially how he was like, yeah, we're going to work together. Yes. Oh, twist. I got a pocket full of stars. Oh, they did. That nigga, when that nigga looked up, they said, oh, shit. He knew what was going on. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a show. That shit is still like top three in their rotation yeah. in Netflix. Did you not like it? I didn't. The ending really fucked you up. I don't like the ending. I don't like the the reason behind the games. I, I just mm. I'm not feeling it. Like Hunger Games is so real right now. Like Man. the society that we're living in is crashing down, it's crumbling in front of us. <laughs> Wait. I can't even I don't remember how the whistle go. But I know I can put my my put my threes up. Yeah. Hunger Games is so real right now, and I I just can't. Did you watch Hunger Games? Yeah, I watched the first oh, one. I didn't. Oh, so you went through the whole series? Hell no! Nah, I want to see these niggas fighting to eat. I mean, it it oh it gets better. It's a revolution in it, I'm sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. That. I think that's cold. You know, are we in the Hunger Games right now? Nah, nigga. Feels like it. Nah. Ain't nobody recruited me to do shit yet. I'm good. Oh, are you ready for the supply chain? Just to like stop. <laughs> Like Biden said, hey man, y'all need to go ahead and buy Christmas shit now. Might not be on the shelves. Don't worry me now. I don't celebrate Christmas like that. <laughs> Nigga, <a> pagan now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, don't that mean devil worshippers? No. Pagans is like you celebrate like the earth and trees and shit. Nigga, I had that shit Cri- wrong. Christmas all my is life. a pagan holiday. Oh shit. Oh, nigga. I thought that was worshiping the devil. Nah, that's a Luciferian, if anything. <laughs> Bob Marley? <laughs> let me let me make sure. I, I might be wrong. Luciferian. That's a Luciferian. <laughs> like Bob Marley? He was, he was one of them niggas. Paganism is a term that covers a great number of spiritual and religious... Oh, wait. Maybe I'm wrong. And someone who follows the beliefs known as pagan, some of ancient terms called pagan. Okay, well, what is the shit that believe in trees and shit? I always thought it was pagans. Mm. I don't know. See, that's why I always check myself. Before you riggedy wreck yourself, nigga. Yeah. I know it's still the same thing. It's a pagan paganistic holidays, uh, the ones who celebrate trees and shit. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't matter. Interesting. Um, yeah, but supply chain shit's crashing down. How do you feel about it? Supply you're chain not, crashing down. Oh not, no! You you're not shopping for Christmas, so you don't care. <laughs> okay, I'm getting, ha, have you noticed store shelves being a little bit more bare? Not now, nah, but I am now since you brought it up. That's terrible. All right, let's get to the latest on that supply chain. President Biden has announced he's considering deploying the National Guard to help speed up deliveries. However. A White House representative says it is not actively being pursued at this time, but it's a problem that's not going away anytime soon. ABC 10's Giacomo Luca shares the impact this could have on the holiday shopping season. A single one of these massive container ships carry enough goods to fill three shopping malls. There are now an unprecedented 100 ships waiting off California's coast. We know we're going to be running out and we're not sure exactly when things are coming in. So. Shop early, look for back orders, and get outside. From major clothing lines to Care Bears and Tonka trucks, countless goods are being held up inside these ships, bottlenecked near the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach, waiting to unload. They're literally in various places all over the world and all over the United States. Economists say these supply chain disruptions were brought on by coronavirus, leading to production, shipping, and labor shortages. We are now buying a lot more stuff. 
All that combined with pent-up demand. These things will not be resolved in eight weeks' time. Economists say that means you'll be paying more for just about everything this holiday season. And don't be surprised to find empty shelves. Popular gift items like toys, computers, TVs, and appliances will be in short supply. Uh, shop early. That's my number one advice. How early? The time is now, says Rachel Michelin, who heads the California Retailers Association. You should also look for deals, then act fast. It seems like a good price. You've done your research. It's always a good idea to shop. And if you don't find what you're looking for online, don't forget about brick and mortars. We are fucked. Are we not fucked? Yeah, we fucked, nigga. We ain't. So what I'm what I'm what I'm thinking is, in a story like this, mm-hmm. the first thing that comes to my mind is why is it stuck in California? Why mm-hmm. not ship it somewhere else? Like run the census. He was like, yo, my ports is open. You know what I mean? Like, I can bring it through Florida. Like, what is causing them to only want to go to California? Is it because down in Florida now? It might be, but is it because that's just the way the supply chain is supposed to flow? Like, is it a union contract that they can't go nowhere else? Like, why would ships be like, yo, we stuck here? Shouldn't they say, all right, let's reroute this shit somewhere? Go to Louisiana or something. I mean, man, you got to stop making sense. It That's don't make sense, but you, you but this shit it, is fucking it. up the whole economy yeah, in the nigga, states. Why are sense. we stuck on this going to California? Look, man, just go with the flow. <laughs> you gotta let the president do what he do, baby. All right, you sitting up here making logic when it ain't it ain't no logic to be needed. We'll get our supplies. For them to say that people are just buying more. I don't see that being the issue. <laughs> First of all, motherfuckers is broke. Do you trust this nigga? No. I don't, I don't trust nothing. I trust her. She looks <laughs> She looks amazing. Yeah. But I don't trust nothing else. But, I mean, how is it fucked up and is allowing the economy to be jacked up? He's talking about, yo, the president is talking about, yo, I'm going to use the National Guard to help out the situation. What's the situation? Like, they didn't explain why is it stuck. That's what I have an issue with, with the news. They don't explain uh, shit no more. Shogun. Yes, sir. Nothing gets explained. We still don't know what the vaccine do to us. I'm, I'm not talking about that shit no more. I know. I'm, I'm just fucking, saying. You know, they're trying to inject kids now. Mm. Like, hey. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Many big companies with manufacturing facilities in China have moved those to Vietnam. But what was once seen as a haven has turned into more of a nightmare lately. CNBC's Lorianne Larocco joins me now to explain everything that's happening. It's great to have you here on set, by the way. Um, so we have a ton of huge companies, Lorianne. With many, we had a big warning about Nike this week. What's the backstory here? The backstory here is that it's going to get a heck of a lot worse. You've had a 109-day shutdown in Vietnam, in Ho Chi Minh. Yes, and it keeps on counting. The, the country essentially locked down that major manufacturing hub. And we're not going to know until the end of September if it's going to be back open again. That's shocking. More than 100 days, the entire place has been locked down. So that would explain why they're saying Nike's shortages could last into spring of next year. So this could really go on for a while. So. Things are, it's, they're having a hard time getting stuff out of Vietnam, but also into the U.S. The shipping prices that we've seen are through the roof. And so there's kind of two pieces to, of this problem. Exactly. So the, the suppliers, like, they're, they're really in a living hell. I mean, you know, you can't get your product. You can't have it made. You can't get it out. And you're paying through the nose. And, and you've got the delays. So it's really a conundrum right now. Tell me about Edison Wall. So Edison is a vessel that was carrying almost 500, contain, uh, almost 500 containers of, of Nike product. And it left uh, Vietnam back in uh, late August. 
and it arrived in uh, on August 27th in the port of L.A. And it stayed there docked for 12 whole days. It was it was anchored out in the middle of the ocean. And then finally, it got into uh, the port of Los Angeles in early September. And uh, it took eight days for them to start, you know, unloading and doing their things. And it's been such a delay and everything's so congested there. The vessel finally left late last night. Oh, my God. So, yeah. And these are vessels that are containing the, the, the trade that we need, right? This is how companies make money. And then the final piece of it is they finally get through that whole process and they have to get it across the country and what, presumably rails or trucks. We know the issues with the trucking shortage there. Exactly. And it's only getting worse. I spoke with Gene Sirocco last night, who's the head of the Port of Los Angeles. And he told me last night that 30 percent of all uh, truck appointments are not being filled every day. Oh, my gosh. Every day. That's 30 percent of capacity that is not being moved out. And remember, trucks, rails, ships, if they're not moving, you're not making any money. So mm. what I don't understand this. This that was this last clip I played was mm. from September. Mm. We knew about it back then. Mm. This problem is just getting worse day by day. And mm. it doesn't seem like we're doing anything to fix it. Now, what a lot of people are saying is going on is the great resignation. Resignation. Mm. Have you heard that before? Mm. Well, basically, since all these companies are demanding things from people and people are just getting fed up with these jobs that people are realizing like I don't really need this job. I don't like this job. I'm tired of doing this shit. This isn't making me happy. And they're quitting. Mm -hmm. People are out there quitting in record numbers, whether it be mandates or they just trying to find new ways to make it. Like they've been hustling, you know, the PPP scams people got on, but that money's gone now and that people are realizing there's other ways to make money. But we have good jobs that people need to do. People want to work, but then we have policies that's, stopping people from being able to do those jobs mm -hmm. whether it's by choice or you know religion or whatever right if the problem is affecting the economy so bad why don't they just reverse the policies until we can get shit like back on a manageable level and move on like i don't understand oh, why yeah, we're put so, a hold on it until yeah we can why are we so to... stuck like this is the only way we can solve these issues Am I making any sense? Yeah, but okay. I mean, you're trying to make sense in a senseless world, nigga. I, I feel you. They should. It should everything. Since we're in a place where I think the coronavirus situation should kind of mandate some shit that'll kind of stop or pause something and say, okay, these circumstances are a little bit different. Let's let's get away from the norm. Figure out a fucking workaround and go from there. And I think they did. It was the vaccine, but we're realizing the vaccine is <laughs> is not it's not working the way that they wanted it to work, and people are not adopting to it as quick as they want. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're stuck in a standstill. But it, yeah. it it almost feels like this is planned. Like like with the nursing situation, it's like okay, we got flu season coming up. We got people going into the hospitals at a, a higher rate than normal mm -hmm. but yet we're gonna fire a whole bunch of staff people mm -hmm. like it does not make any sense mm -hmm. make this do. shit make sense like we got supply that's just sitting there in the ocean where they could just go to other places in the, maybe they need gas or something i don't know float these motherfuckers some money know. so you they can seen, go to another port you seen the gas prices nigga i don't know hyperinflation is going on in a time where record Unemployment is happening. <laughs> this shit doesn't make sense. How's people spending money if they ain't got money? I, I got to run now. Let's go into the. Let's I got to run now story to combat what you're talking about.
Shit's just a little weird, bro. I, I don't understand it. It's not making any sense to me. This is rundown time, um, y'all. Yeah. Let's get into it. on the left. Shogun is on the right. So you were talking about, you know, how can we combat this? Have you heard of UBI? Universal basic income. There you go. Yeah. UBI is set is a set recurring payment that some people are going to get from the government. Uh, this some is what, people. This was the Sun reported. The payment can come monthly, several times a year, or in and set annual payment. Mm-hmm. Andrew Yang, who was a 2020 Democratic presidential candidate, and mm-hmm. and he centered his campaign around UBI. Now, during his run, New York mayor uh, run for New York mayor, Yang suggested giving annual two thousand dollars payout to his lowest income residents. Mm-hmm. Many Americans actually got an extra boost from this stimulus check, and but they aren't recurring payments. Luckily, some states offer UBI. That's why I brought it up. So there are states: um, Alaska, Pittsburgh, Columbia, and California are about to start offering people UBI. And say those they, names again. I wasn't listening. Alaska, Pittsburgh, Columbia, and California. Shit, I definitely ain't moving to California. (laughs) But they're going to start the UBI movement. Now, you just got finished saying something about like we're in a state where we're at a point where it's like people are quitting and people are we ain't got no jobs. And now these these states are about to start doing UBI on their own Mm -hmm. outside of the government. Is this going to make the problem worse? Yes. It, we already see when people were sitting at home and they look, I understand safety, but let's take safety out of the situation. Right. Mm. Like the best thing to do in this situation was to pause everybody's debt for months mm-hmm. and let this shit just like blow over. People mm-hmm. ain't got to work. Maybe send them some money home mm-hmm. and they can pay the shit off. Don't give the money to the government. Don't give the money like through the IRS and whatnot. Just Every company just compensate people for checks. Mm-hmm. And then the, the government gives them back money. Whatever. We can figure out ways. But what happened was they put money in people's pockets through the unemployment process. Mm-hmm. So you had to be unemployed in order to get these checks, like the extra money and whatnot. And then they did do the stimulus pack. The stimulus helped, but the unemployment was really what killed the work drive that was in America. Like people was like, yo, I'm making more money sitting on my ass than going to work. Mm-hmm. So if you get more money not doing shit, what's the incentive to do shit? And it looks like that these states are still too, these states are gonna adopt the UBI, which yeah. is gonna actually fuck up the workforce yet again. Um, but what are it's a, it's a it's a I mean, you just gotta be low income. <laughs> I mean, it's probably it well. Let me not say that because it's probably going to vary from yeah. state to state. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not, it's not. It, this is not government mandate anymore. Right. These states are going to adopt that plan and actually put that into motion. You were talking about how you know we 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 have the work shortage. We got the the uh, supply shortage. Well, we got work shortage. N- niggas don't want to drive trucks. Niggas, <laughs> we don't want to move shit around. And now we got people that's going to go forward with the states that are going to go forward with this UBI plan. Mm-hmm. So my question is. Like, what the fuck are we going to... If other states start to adapt this, because th- they're probably gonna, looking at the situation the way others look at it. People are p- broke. We need to we need to move our economy a little bit better. I think this UBI thing might work if we can give it out to lower-income people and then move there. Well, I, it's easy for me to become low-income, because all I got to do is quit. Quit. <laughs> you quit my job. Nigga, 
Problem you, solved. But, but, I just quit and just collect this check on a regular oh, basis. Man. So it's like, what are we gonna? So now we're getting to a point. I wasn't trying. I was actually want to be funny this week, but it looks like we're educational. We're at a point now where the work shortages are going to grow, especially in different points. Like these states, think about it like this: Alaska, Alaska. Pittsburgh, and Columbia. Um, Columbia. Well, I don't know what Columbia, but in California. Those are those states have major industries that mm. shit moves through. Mm. If you that. think about that, think about it. We yeah. get we get a lot of shit as far as like. In, I in, mean, we can shut down Hollywood in, <laughs> industrial. Well, I mean, but the ports are in California. Yeah, right. you get what I'm saying. We got oil shit out there in the last. There got to be some stipulations on this. Like, we got pitch. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna quit my job and just collect the check because I'm poor. I'm that, low. I'm low income you now. Can't do that because where does the government get money from? Tax taxes come from the people who have jobs. I'm a I'm a working nigga. I pay a shit toll of taxes. I'm not trying to pay you to sit on your ass. I will come to your house and drag your ass out and fill out a fucking <laughs> application. I just hope the the thing is with UBI and I and that's why I was like, do you? I, my question was, where do you stand on UBI, Shogun? I think it's a great ideal if it's supplemental income, but it has to have a lot of stipulations. So the, you know what? Welfare was the same way. That's and what guess I'm saying. You, you see how motherfuckers <laughs> abuse the system. Abuse the shit. And they don't want to. You, the problem with the U.S. is we don't want to update shit. We just want to damn put some extra shit in. We just make some make some amendments yeah. and we'll be good. Like, oh yeah, we'll just put some amendments. Some of in this that shit, shit just got to be re- removed. Like it's hurting. It's hurting to drive in America. How long did it take to get rid of Jim Crow again? Shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm mean, I'm glad mm. you brought that up because mm. my, one of my stories was about UBI yeah. and how I feel like that's going to hurt the workforce more. We're gonna lose the workforce so, eventually, man. Yeah. I saw an article. I didn't read it, so I'm not sure how true it is. It might have been some clickbait headline shit. But the article said that dude filled out 60 applications and only got one call back. And it's like, you see all these stores talking about now hiring, now hiring. And they starting to put the starting, have salary. you noticed that starting salaries? Because like, they we, need we, motherfuckers hey, to come to work. We're going to get y'all 15 in it. we give you 15 if you come over here, baby. How are people not working? And then they're still saying, oh, I, I'm guessing it's safety still. Like, the safety is the issue. I don't know, man. At this point, we, we used to COVID, right? We know how to live man, with this shit. Look, man, I done seen how niggas move now. I, I, people don't care. People they be in the club, really but I'm care. like, okay, you be in the club packed out full, but you don't want to get the shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm one of them niggas. I want to get, I don't, you know. I want to get the shot. But, I'm just like, but I ain't hey, in the club either. That's what I'm saying. You can't have it both ways. You can't be out here I partying mean... without no money. How you going to party you ain't got no money? Well, you got people looking the other way because they trying yeah. to make a dollar too. Yeah. You got to think, man, the way shit is moving, people are trying to make money where they can. So of course I'm gonna be like, oh no, <laughs> you ain't gotta come yeah, through the front be, though. You, you call like that, no, nigga. you go, oh, yeah, that, that, <laughs> you better that, sneeze that, or something. Yeah, <laughs> Achoo, yeah go to the back door. Right, yeah, I got your attention. Back door, please. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're gonna turn your head because you're trying to make a dollar, bro. Right, right, right. Businesses right. are gonna do what they need to do to make their money. Now I could put a sign up all day to say, nigga. Do you know how many places I've been to that says you have to have a mask come in there and yeah. people walk through? They don't give a fuck. Ain't no nobody mask. enforcing it. But they, yeah. That's it. It's I mean, it's not state mandate, so. But there's no enforcement either. I still put a mask on and people look at me weird. I'm like, all right, I know. <laughs> That's because you're into some kinky shit, probably. I mean. <laughs> or you're going to rob the place. What happened to tipping the mask? Remember when we talked about tipping the mask? 
Remember that? Nah, I ain't this is like, hey, I ain't gonna rob it, y'all. Look, the mask is on. <laughs> COVID be waiting on me to tip this mask. That bitch, you know how COVID is. It don't fuck with you when you're eating, but if you tip it, it might get you. You know, where is this gonna? In five years, we're like, what the oh, fuck is gonna happen to us? That's, that was my my whole started rent. If the government is charging people, well, if we're getting my taxes go up because it's got a larger pool of people who are drawing, you know, this UBI. So now in order for you to get this money, they have stipulations. Wait, wouldn't hold they on. just put this hold as on. hold on, on, let me finish. It, wouldn't they just use this as a stipulation for you to keep voting for whatever party's gonna put more money into that UBI? But this is not state mandate. This is this is I mean, this is not government. This is not government. This is for those specific, so those you pay specific two types states. of taxes. You pay federal and state. state. Okay, okay. So, well, what, when you ain't paying it because you don't live in none of them states. I understand that, but at the same time, if I did live in one of those states, now I have a party that's saying, well, "Yo, we're gonna triple the price of the UBI if you vote for us." Isn't this like buying votes? Mm-hmm. We getting to a point where you starting to control people. You know how I think different, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying yeah. this is this is a little weird to me. I, I I get what they're trying to do, but I'm not supporting it right now. Mm. Stipulations. We need more stipulations. We kind of need to work. You better have again. a fucking application that's pending. This actually kind of makes it a lot easier to automate shit, though. Yeah, it's just like, oh, y'all niggas don't want to. They work? don't want to work. Good. Roll in the bots. Roll them in. And we, I, we, I know, we were very against automation because uh, I am. I'm still am. Uh, <laughs> Like people need jobs to make their kind. Well, maybe they're proving that we don't have to work to be able to make the economy go. The economy's crashing, my nigga. We were just talking about hyperinflation. I know, man, but like maybe, maybe it's something that they know that we don't know. They know that we got a boiling point and that motherfuckers need money, so they talking about a fourth stimulus pack. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen, but they talking about it. You give give motherfuckers some hope. They ain't a little hope out there. They gonna be like, oh. Nah. That ain't gonna happen. I've They're seen not some of the shit. most liberal people on the internet turning against Joe Biden. I'm like, yo, what is really going on? Like they, we, we don't have to need a little bit more of that bread and circus. Who? Bread and circus is a Roman tactic. The Romans was like, yo, the Colosseum. We, we don't care about the shit that's going on in the world as long as you can see the people killing My first the entertainment. Time hearing about that shit. So it's like people care more about food and entertainment. As long as you got a lot of food and entertainment out there, mm. they're not going to care about the other shit, the minutia of it all. Mm. They're not going to care about the supply chain. They're not going to care about how hyperinflation is affecting people. Mm. I got a cousin named Minutia. <laughs> and she is fucked up. She shouldn't have been out there stripping. Well, can I go on to something else that's a lot more fucked up? Sure. And it's, it's dealing with families. Just give a nigga a break, man. I hope you got this article, too, because I'm, I'm going to need some help. Give a, give a nigga a break. Nah, this nigga need to be broken. <laughs> broken in half. So there was this guy who went viral last week because he... Uh, let me just go to the damn article. We got the grid, 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 grid. <laughs> For the kids, 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 kids. Yeah, he's fucking up the kids, 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 kids. This dude is a godfather who married his goddaughter. Sixty-one year old Florida man. I let me just say this real quick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This man has the age has changed so much with this story. Thank you. And I'm just like, when is it real? That's what I'm saying. Once I because you at first he was fifty. Yep. Then he went to fifty-two. Yep. He went to fifty-five. He was fifty-eight. Now he's sixty-one. I guess everybody lying. Some ain't right. Some ain't right. Like you get what I'm saying. Like it's been that same picture, but I've seen at least four different ages on that. 
I agree. I don't know if this story is real. 61-year-old Florida man is under fire after news of his wedding went viral <laughs> for the wrong reasons. Michael, was it the same person? Mm-hmm. Okay. Michael is being labeled as a predator after he was accused of marrying <laughs> DJ. How you accused? Deja. Oh, my bad. How you accused of marrying when it's like this photos? That's what I'm, see, the stories, either he did or he, you can't be accused of marrying somebody like either you married her or you it's did medical records I mean medical records but, but uh, you, you, you get what I'm saying yeah. like this story has been I mean continue to read yeah, yeah, it yeah. but I, I, let me let you finish and sh- let me shut the fuck so up so he married her as soon as she turned 18 Deja is also Michael's goddaughter of the the two oh, 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 and the two shared family history prior to the controversial nuptials, nuptials. um Word of the union surfaced online through a tweet claiming that Michael started dating Deja after he dated her mother. What are all these pop-ups, nigga? They want you to... Um, I don't want it. <laughs> they want Can you I to just buy say it? that? Just buy this shit. I, nothing. Buy it, damn you. That's your problem. <laughs> all I don't right. want to buy nothing. Where is this shit going? So it says, shaking my head. No, 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 no. Let's go to that black oh. making a statement about it because he said his dad did the same shit. When Deja was 17, she admitted to dating someone but kept the identity secret until she turned 18. After recently getting married, Deja became trending a topic online due to the people saying that Michael groomed her. Deja has since released statements in response to the public scrutiny and defended her husband slash godfather. She believes everyone is just jealous of what? You shaking your head. Everyone is just jealous of her life that she lives while other girls her age chase boys who are sleeping around and she got her whole man. Okay, now should I read the Kodak Black thing? Yeah, Kodak Black made a statement. He said, shaking my head, my daddy did this same shit. Left us to start another, wow. Left us to start another family with his goddaughter. I was about nine, but ain't judging nobody though. To each his own, it could, it could be true love. Nigga, all right. Rapper Kodak Black even claimed... Okay, I don't care about that. It's me fast reading. Um, I guess that's, that's it. That's in the story. So I got I got it from Instagram, and this person was breaking down what was going on. So let me play that real quick. Not the Undertaker music. Okay, first of all... Wait. So don't, dis- right don't disrespect Undertaker music, dog. Okay? I don't like that shit. Use some other music. disrespectful. She's just making a point. It gets your attention when you hear that dong. Because I want to see that nigga. Be careful who you bring your kids around. So this man right here is named Mike Hogglebook. And he is in his 50s. So he's not 46. So excuse that. But he's in his 50s. See what I'm saying? And he married this girl. And she's 18. And that was his goddaughter. And he used to date her mother. This is her when she was a baby. And honestly, he started her when she was like i'll say probably like 14 or 16 and mind you they share a two-year-old together as well and she also ran away from home too and now they are married which is very sick because he been planning to do something with this girl ever since she was young and since she was a baby and everybody who participated and supported this sickness Okay, well, we know what kind of job she not going to have. I, I'm not sure I understand this story. Like, okay, hear me out. Yeah. He was dating the godmother. 
Or the mother. Yeah. And they broke up. And she decided to, and still was like, you're going to be the godfather of my child. So this is where it's kind of confusing. How do we know he was grooming this girl when she was 14? Where is that information coming from? Me part, let me just say this, mm-hmm. Shogun. I don't believe this story because it's changed. <laughs> it's changed 50 times. Sometimes the internet be internet. Yes. And I think the internet is just internet. All right. Like, nigga, y'all could have talked about Titans season three ending or some shit. No, oh, that shit was trash. It was, but I would have took, I would have, be- it was more believable than this shit. Mm. All I'm saying is, I'm, I, I don't know. The man. internet. Be- <laughs> I don't know. Batman just walked in at the end, like, nigga. <laughs> hey, my house is fucked up. <laughs> like, all right. was Martin Luther King here partying? Mm. <laughs> where's, where's Jesse? All them GCPD police officers know who Batman. They know the Batcaves are under Wayne Manor. It ain't gonna take a scientist to figure out. Anyway, that shit's stupid. How do you fuck? Anyway. So with this with this situation, it sounds like people are mad that. All right, the outrage started once he married her. Shouldn't the outrage have started when he had a two year old with this kid when they, when she showed up pregnant? That's why I'm trying. Like to... she was 18 and they got a two year old already. That means he had sex with her when she was below the age of 18. Right. I don't know the age of consent or where these people are from. It's got to be in Florida. Oh, it did say Florida. It's got to be. It's got to be Florida. This is the only place they can have it. This is the only place. It I mean, I mean, did you listen to the stories from last week? Mm. They raping kids like hotcakes down there still. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, little girl. Let me touch your booty. God damn. <laughs> this is that's a little. Oof. That's what they doing in Florida. This story. Look, man. Look. I know the internet got the internet for it to be the internet. I know what it's got to do. I just don't believe the story personally. I think this is some bullshit. I feel like I just don't believe it, man. Because this is. She said on the on what her explaining. He was forty six. This article I just pulled up say he's fifty five. See what the I'm saying? The first article said he was sixty one. We just niggas playing telephone. <laughs> <laughs> we just niggas playing telephone, bro. Why would the little girl lie about it? Talking about y'all just jealous. I mean, bro, we've been on. The oh, damn! This a mom. Cause I, I ain't it. Find somebody. Find something safe to do. My daughter and Mike Huckabuck married each other, right? I don't approve of that stupid ass cartoon ass shit, and that's what the fuck I say. Oh I shit, she got a fucking fuck she, she got bottom goals. <laughs> oh, you don't fuck with no woman who got bottom goals, my nigga. She's also from Florida, my nigga. That's that's normal. Oh yeah, my bad. I thought she was in like North Carolina. You know, I fucked your ass in 2017 in my apartment in the motherfucking LP when you was coming over there hard. Anybody who know me know that I stayed over y'all seen that fat stank ass nigga the fuck over there. <laughs> Okay, for a cell phone, $150. Okay, I was working at Family Dollar and I needed some extra money. Wait. So that's what that was about. She a hoe? I told this dumb, and then when she ran away when I stayed over there with my oldest daughter in Jacksonville, <coughs> Mike was the main one talking about this, my goddaughter, y'all help me find her. Da, 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 da. Y'all remember that shit? Y'all remember when I whooped Deja's ass in that kitchen too? Like the 14 year old little girl she was. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, y'all remember that shit. So, with that being said, Deja's my last child. Her name really is Deja Niaya Evans. Like Davinia Evans, mine. Sure. She just got adopted in 2016, right before I came home. Wait, what? 
Okay, by <laughs> Ashley Jackson, white chick. All right. Uh, so, hold on. I want to hear a little said, more. Uh, Deja doesn't remember when she was little. She don't. Re- she don't remember. Did she have when, a blunt? In her- yes. This bitch got a blunt in I her hand. I lost my kids to DCF. A lot of y'all know I used to stop Patty's soul. A lot of motherfucking drugs. Whooped a lot of ass. Went to jail a lot. I was young and wild as fuck. I don't apologize, and I'd be goddamn if I apologize in a motherfucking moment. Uh-huh. But bitch, you said you married Mike because you need stability. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> your son, your your stepson, my little cousin, your little cousin. Oh shit. Yeah, he, he didn't know he didn't know whether to call you his godmama or his motherfucking god. I mean, his stepmama, his god sister. I say, is she, <laughs> is she your god sister or your stepmama or your cousin? He said, she my god sister and my cousin. No, my stepmama and my cousin. No, he said, my stepmama and my god sister. That's sad. So all this shit, what Deja putting up? All this shit with Mike and all that. Let me tell y'all, motherfucker, something. Cause first of all, I'm a real motherfucking witch, bitch. Oh, wait a minute. Get, wait a minute. Hey, man. Turn this shit off. I'm scared. I'm scared as hell. Is you still going? You, bitch. Now, fuck with me. You, your husband, the family. Wait a minute. This elevator. Wait. <laughs> wait. To this house yesterday. Tell me how much you love me. Playing with me and jumping on me. But then all of a sudden, you on motherfucking Facebook talking about, oh, <laughs> I, I'm at my real mama house. Bitch, take your ass over there. You need. All right, uh, this some Florida ass, Florida ass shit, nigga. I'm, yeah, they Florida, Florida is Florida right Ooh, now. I don't know. I'm a. Hey, I pray for the whole family. Pray yeah. for the whole lot. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers out to all the family yeah, members who is a part of this whole situation. This is crazy. She was like, I snow a powder, bitch. All right, I bump a little. You yeah, bump a little. Yeah, you do too much. Damn, she had a whole blood in her hands. Imagine fucking her. Some, no. <laughs> Imagine getting that pussy. How you get adopted Ooh, at 14 <laughs> and you still got your mom in your life? Like, this shit don't make no sense. Oh, y'all the terrible. Nigga, the niggas who fucked up had to fight her first. They had to win the fight. It was like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> round, round one. Flawless victory. Mm-mm, ain't no flawless. No, she her won. end. <laughs> she won. And she, probably, she jump up and disappear like Goro. Yeah, she look like she raped niggas. She said she <laughs> fucked him, and I wasn't sure how she was meaning it. I was <laughs> like, "Where are we going with this?" Uh, play- she looked like she, she looked like she raped niggas. Like yeah, she I'm, just like give it up, nigga. Yeah, uh, and it's like, oh, you want me? To, you want me to fuck you? No. That, that whole that <laughs> whole t- situation is uncomfortable, my nigga. Like, what you got? <laughs> Get us out of there. I can't because my next story got something to do with rape. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Um, lift. Oh, damn. I was, I was thinking it was going to be mine. Lyft, Lyft have received, check this out. In a three-year span, Lyft have received over 4,000 sexual assault reports. No. On Thursday, Lyft. the ride-hailing company Lyft have, uh, received, released a 16-page safety report. <laughs> what an oxy- oxymor- oxymoron that is. They're raping people like what? Like hotcakes. Uh, which shows 4,158 sexual 4, assaults. 000? That occurred between 2017 and 2019. There were 1,096 in 2017. There were 1,255 in 2018. And it was 1,807 in 2019. Those numbers just keep going up. The reports indicate within the time span that the number of assaults increased by 65%. The company maintains the frequency of the serious safety uh, incidents and is, uh, is statistically very rare. 
Um, <laughs> wild and <laughs> I knew that would get you. Well, this the, is statistically very rare that all these people keep getting raped. While the number of assaults increased over the years, Lyft yeah. says mm-hmm. the numbers of rides have increased also. Oh, so yeah. get it? You see, the reports have well, been invest- <laughs> the reports have been investigated by correspondents with drivers and riders, mm-hmm. third party statements, route data. And police reports. However, the incident report <laughs> reports did not pro, uh, did not provide a statistical breakdown of who was assaulted, mm. riders or the drivers. Who is it? It was it was also riders not confirmed which party committed the assault, mm-hmm. riders or drivers. Mm-hmm. A spokesperson said <laughs> that the company is focusing on making the rides mm-hmm. as safe as possible for both riders and drivers. Quote. Mm. Safety is fundamental to Lyft. <laughs> that means creating features and policies that give riders and drivers peace of mind and a, and being clear about what happens on our platform. Mm-hmm. Shogun, mm-hmm. do you think that these reports are skewed? Do you think the numbers are crazy? Who? Because we don't know. We I don't need, know if it's the riders or the drivers are getting sexually assaulted. I need here. another pool of drivers. Like I want to know. Are these drivers also Uber drivers? Because <laughs> there was a point where Uber was the one that was leading. <laughs> you know, you can drive for both now. It's just whichever one got the peak pay. These might be some old Uber drivers coming over to Lyft. <laughs> it's kind of crazy that it just spiked up at one. Like, what do you say about statistics? He said these are very rare. <laughs> Statistically, this. It is very rare. So this is a trend somewhere. We need to fight. He, he said he also said, Well, yeah, of course these numbers went up because we got more drivers. We got more drivers. And more rides. There you go. And so we might be ride sharing. And we also might be sharing <laughs> drivers. <Rides. laughs> we might be sharing rides on a different uh, level. Yo, this is wow. How do you f- Ladies, what does it what does this mean for ride sharing? Don't get in cars with strangers. <laughs> but it's it's what? Convenient. No, it's not. I mean, I mean, you might. I mean, go ahead. If I'm drunk, you saying? If I'm drunk, you I might gotta get, get home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at rape. I'm I, just laughing at the joke. I hope not. <laughs> but ride share is is where it's at, man. Yeah, yeah. you're it's, in my ride, and I'm gonna share my dick. No. Why? Or, or oh, you saying no? Or, oh, okay, that means yes. <laughs> or I may be the rider and be like, no, I'm going to be the rider. I'm going to take what I want from you, driver. <laughs> and I'm going to get a tip. <laughs> Not the whole tip. Uh, just a little bit. Just a hit. This, this is horrible. This nigga said this is statistically very rare. They should arrest all of these people. But they, they can't. The thing is, they got all this data, but they still. This is what tripped me out. Mm-hmm. They got all these data from all these different places, mm-hmm. but they can't figure out if it's the riders who are putting these reports in or the drivers who are putting in reports in of getting sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only variable that they can't figure you out. You think they can't figure that shit out, my nigga? You I got mean, an app. On the app, it says you're a rider or you're a driver. I mean, it's not that damn hard if you submit in this fucking... I mean, Just read it. The scenario was, <laughs> I got in the car. The driver started driving. You know you're a rider. Like, this is not that hard to figure out. <laughs> Why they trying to play us, man? Why they trying to play people like we stupid? Because they even need to make money. Clearly, it's a work shortage out here. Clearly, yes. And we can't even get the shit gig. to come out of California. No, they coming to California. <laughs> Clearly, the gig economy is not working. It is working. How? They Because nobody's, nobody's getting fired and nobody's quitting and everybody's still making money. You think this is... They need to change it from contractors to actual employees. 
Once they have it. Nope, because then they're, they're going to have to give them insurance. Yeah. Now that, you go to the doctor. What did you in here for? Oh, I got raped. I got raped. Now you know it was the driver. It was the passenger, not the driver. <laughs> you got to be a bold. Hit me up. You got to be a bold, a bold passenger to be like, yo, I'm going to get this Uber. And when he pull, I'm sorry. When I'm going to get this Lyft. When he comes, I'm going to fuck him. I'm going to fuck him. I don't care what he look like. Mm. Nigga, fuck out of here. It's the drivers. The drivers are raping the customers. They can't figure it out. And these numbers they are They don't want to figure it out. Yeah. Whew. It's amazing how all our drivers don't. We don't know. It's not our drivers, but it must be the passengers. They got to make money as a big as a big business. I'm, I'm to the point where shut this shit down. We need sanctions. We need a union. We need motherfuckers who actually are certified to be doing this shit. If you jeopardizing your livelihood and your life driving these cars, go all the way. Yeah, but. I ain't never heard no taxi cab rape. Well, it was taxi cab confessions, but I ain't never heard no taxi rape. That's people. a different. You got to think. I feel you. But for the people who use this job, this job saved a lot Get of people during, job, the, during the pandemic, bro. I feel bro. you on that. I'm you know with you saying? on that. But unfortunately, your peers are making this shit worse. Point out the motherfuckers who's raping. Mm. But how you know? You don't know. The company do. Stand up, tell the company, hey man. Protest the company. Yeah. Like you they like it was Netflix. Netflix. If it's Netflix. Yeah. But I don't think more to the cameras. <laughs> they turn this shit so actually Nigga, have you heard of <laughs> That's follow me on my OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> That's where the cameras went. You know what the police do with cameras, right? Yeah, they block them out. Right. I'm just saying, like, this shit is terrible. I, I feel you. I just kind of I, I agree, but mm-hmm. There are people who do make a living off of this right. that are legit people that are cool. I feel you on that. That that they need I this feel income. You on that. Hey, hey, you got it while you got it. This shit's over. I'm shutting it down. So you think Lyft should just completely shut, shut all down. this ride sharing shit down? I need some response. If the company's not gonna take responsibility, why am I still giving that money to the company? I mean, they're doing their job by even how by even doing the uh, the research. The statistics are rare. You don't even know who the fuck is getting raped. Fuck out of here. It's a way around everything. Yeah, they doing I some bullshit right now. They tell it's a workaround. Yeah. All that shit. And that's what they doing. They working it they, around. They end the ride and then they start raping. Is that what they doing? Like, How you going to get paid? And then, I'm and getting then paid. I'm taking it. Damn. Come here. Let me touch you. I just, I feel you. I, how, do you how would you certify people? You said they need to get certified. How did like, taxi how cab did, do it? I never thought that was a certification to drive a taxi. I don't know. I ain't heard stories about it. Maybe they got this big taxi union that stops all this shit from coming out. I don't know. Big taxis is blocking people from telling how they got raped in these taxi cabs. Do people use taxis anymore? I mean, they expensive. I thought they would be around about the same as... Hell no. Taxis are way more expensive than a lift. For real? That's the issue. Yeah. Oh, shit. They got to pay for the company and maintenance of the cars and all that shit. Lyft and Uber, they cut all that shit out. It's your car. So if your shit fucks up, it's your fault. You got to have insurance. You're a contractor. You ain't got to have insurance. I mean, you do, but we don't care. Like When I did Lyft for like the three days I did it, they didn't do a background check on me. They just said, hey, you got the app. You got a car. We certify your car. They ain't even asked. You got four tires on your shit. They just said, you got a car. All right, you good. Like the quality of this shit is very low, so you are gonna get some weird ass people. Why did you do? Oh, I'm, I was just doing it. You get yeah, some extra money. You got you, you to, yeah, I and I did that shit, and I was like, I don't like Down random hustling, people in rolling my with these, yeah. rolling with these hustlers. I don't like random people in my shit. First person started eating a honey bun in the back seat. I was like, mm mm, shit ain't gonna work. 
and only made like 50 bucks. So I was like, fuck this shit. It was cool. I got to talk to folks. But, man. <laughs> it was like, experience. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Fuck them. And and from my personal experience when I did this shit in uh when I was in New Orleans, it was cool. I had a better experience with the lift people, but you it's the luck of the draw. You're gonna get some random ass folks. Mm-hmm. There was a dude driving under the name of a woman. That could have been one of them rapers. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's weird. Yeah. I oh. see I've I've never had those types of situations because I've only done it every now and again. Yeah, yeah. But think about it, if, if you was just a female doing it by herself, and you in a car, and then the person who's supposed to be driving ain't even the driver. Mm. Some weird shit. Yeah, it's a lot of bitch niggas in this world, man. I just don't understand. Speaking of bitch-ass niggas, you ever had a situation where you had to step up? <laughs> Every day of my life. <laughs> Every day of my life, I got to step up. You had to step up. Be a better man. To be a better man, to set an example in this world, right? And you did that because you seen somebody else set an example for you, right? Wrong. No? I ain't seen nobody set no example for me. So how you learn how to be a better man? I just did it, You just did it because it's it's just in you. It's in me. Something's in you that's just like, yo. hold on. No, we're going to say it is. It's a certain certain thing inside you. Ain't nothing in me. Hey. It's something inside of you that say, hey, I got to be a better man than them uh, niggas out there. I just, the spirits. The spirits? <laughs> the spirits just told me. What is, oh, they just, they <laughs> they said, Yeah, yeah, like, that's what happened. Yeah. Bitch ass. I don't want nothing in me. Don't be no bitch ass niggas like no. them. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. What would you do in this situation? Growing outrage in Pennsylvania <laughs> after a woman was allegedly raped on a public train. And authorities say none of her fellow passengers did anything to help nobody said nothing nobody did anything that's ridiculous that's disgusting that's awful what's wrong with people the alleged rape occurred last week on board an upper derby bound train police say surveillance video shows other riders in the train car during the attack who did nothing it's disturbing that there were definitely people on the l and no one intervened or did anything to help this woman out According to the Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority, it wasn't until a train employee saw what was happening and called police that help arrived. Officials say transit officers caught the man in the act and arrested him. This is why we had this man in custody. If they weren't present there, that man would have walked off and who knows we would have found him. 35-year-old Fiston Inouye is now in jail, charged with rape and assault. The alleged victim, who police say did not know the attacker, was treated at a nearby hospital and is doing okay, according to police. The transit authority saying the attack may not have gone on as long had a bystander taken action. Writing in a statement, there were other people on the train who witnessed this horrific act, and it may have been stopped sooner if a rider called 911. A spokesperson for the transit line urging anyone who witnesses an emergency on board to call 911 immediately. A reminder many riders aren't taking lightly. We just need to know that if if we were in that position, we want someone to help. If you see something, say something. 
NBC News Now correspondent Priscilla Thompson joins us here in studio. Priscilla, are authorities looking for any of these bystanders? Well, police say they are watching those tapes to see who was there, how long they were there, and to try to identify some of those folks. Um, police told our NBC affiliate that this victim was unconscious for part of the attack, and so they're hoping those bystanders can help to piece together what exactly happened. So investigators are saying if you were there, call the Upper Darby Township Police and report it to them immediately. Bro, it's an active rape going on, and people just watched. I hate to say this, but I don't know why you're surprised. That's the type of society we live in. Like people would much rather sit down, be dumb, and not try to save somebody's life. Like, do you know how many times we've watched video where people have have recorded fights or recorded something right. shitty happening, and they don't do anything about it? Like it's just for me, it's par for the course because that's what people do. Me personally, I'm not finna sit up here. And, I don't, I don't care. You know I don't what I'm care saying? If this nigga got a knife, got a gun. Yeah, you can't, can't, you can't let nobody get raped, bro. Like you can hear the screams. You know this person is yelling for this shit. Man. They recording it. So if you know they recording it, where was this? They said Philadelphia, I think, Pennsylvania. Mm. Like I'm, there is no excuses. All right. If I was the police chief or if I had some type of authority, I'd arrest everybody on that train. I think that's probably the, it, it's to me. Mm. I mean, what I got from the video, I it sounds it. like he's they're trying to find you an accessory to this situation. I'm arrest everybody. Y'all are spending even, a week I, in jail. I'm with you when you're right. I need to show an example for this is human decency. Get your ass up and fucking choke this nigga or something. Let Talk this you. nigga or something. I mean, let me just say this. I want, I agree with you. I think the motherfuckers who were there. To me, are accessories to the crime. Yeah, does that change anything? Cause you, yes, you, no. What you mean? I don't think people give a damn about being made examples anymore. I think that we are at a at a point in society where I don't care. It ain't me. Fuck it. Even if you make examples out of people these days, man, that don't that don't. Shit don't resonate with people until it happens to their ass. You you pushing my my tyrant. I'm not trying right to. I know, no, no, I know. But, but that's the thing, though. Show like we literally on this podcast, as long as we doing this podcast, nigga, we've literally been like, hey, where's somebody to step in in this shit? Why isn't anybody helping? Why isn't somebody doing something about it? Mm. And you know, it's it's always the same results. Nothing good comes from from standing by and letting somebody get hurt. I told you about me uh, getting ready to jump on some dude with a gun because I assumed he was about to start shooting. Mm. Like, I knew I wasn't going to make it out of that situation, mm. but I was willing to do that because that was what I assessed the situation to be. When you actually see a crime going on, like this dude is raping somebody, I know there's another dude on that train. At least a younger man, somebody got with some decency in him. You can't just be on this train and allowing somebody to rape it. And they said the lady was unconscious, but still, if you recording it, then you know something's wrong. Like maybe they think, oh, they just having sex. Nah, nigga, fuck that. I think you give people too much credit. I hold people You're, to a higher standard. I hold people to well, the standard that I live by. That's stupid. Because, bitch, if my mom was on this train getting raped, bitch, you better get your ass up. But that's you, dog. Like that's you. If your mom was on that train and I was sitting there, you know I'm getting up. 
I don't I, even nigga, have to have I know no re- you, <laughs> motherfucker. I know what the fuck you gonna do. But I don't do. know your man, your mom, Bruh. You can't hold people to a standard of who you are because they don't make niggas like. Then what that the no fuck more. is all this protesting shit about? If y'all Wait, niggas want, <laughs> we jump, we jump. No, no, no. If let me make my point. Okay. If the protesting is about society standards, policing shooting motherfuckers all the time, right? Mm. And you want police to be held at the same account as everybody else, mm. then citizens be held at the same account too. Okay. If I we agree. if we arguing for a fucking line that we all need to be held at the same accord to, mm-hmm. then what is this bullshit that y'all protesting about when you ain't even when you got a time and a chance to shine, you won't even do nothing. Yeah, but that's the thing, man. Like people just people aren't made to do that anymore. I'm, I'm well not made. Like when I say made, I mean they're not built. They're not built for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we it's a lot of motherfuckers that just ain't built for the type of but shit. But rape, my nigga? I know. Bruh, I, get I, I feel you. I, I, I feel you. If I was on that train, I would have most definitely tried to do something to save that person. I'm but yelling at everybody on the train. But that's, that's, that's the decline of society, dude. Like, you see it on a regular basis, bruh. Like, it ain't. My thing is this I'm not going to hold anybody to my standard because I know ain't no niggas like me. Ain't nobody going to do what I'm going to do. I don't give anybody credit. You got to show me you got to show me what where your where your stance is on shit before I can give you credit for anything. You know what I'm saying? Cuz I know niggas don't do shit. I know niggas will not come through. I know this. You know what I'm saying? Y'all pussy ass motherfuckers better get your ass up. If I ever see somebody sitting there watching some shit like this, I'm whooping your ass. And I ain't the hardest nigga in the world. I need to be saving that person. No, I'm whooping your ass for watching this motherfucker rape that woman. Or save the person getting raped, bro. I'm whooping everybody's ass. Once the train is stopped, I'm beating your ass. I'm beating your ass. I'm beating your ass. I'm going to be tired as fuck. And I'm probably going to get my ass whooped. But I'm going to show you that it's time to do something, nigga. Fuck out of here. Oh, y'all. Shit don't make no sense. It don't. But again, bro, like, that's just the type of society. We live in a sit back and watch society, bro. I'm not saying it's right, I'm but I'm saying here. I'm not happy. Here, I mean, man. I feel you, but you have to. Hey, guess what? You 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 want shit to change? You you do the I'm shit to change myself. You, you, I'm gonna start whooping change, ass, nigga. You you change the Gun shit, but what happen, What happens in your household when you have a certain situation, family dynamic, man? But I mean, it doesn't shock that that kind of that kind of story don't shock me. I wonder if he was an immigrant. No, no, hell no. That name was a little weird, bro. Don't don't do that. That nigga was a he was from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Fuck that bullshit. Gun advocate, gun safety is the most important thing ever. You should never point a gun at somebody. I don't care how you feel about it. If it's a movie, if you're acting, if it's fake, I don't give a fuck. That's the first rule of gun safety: is keep your fucking finger off the trigger. Now. I understand the situation. He's making a movie. It was a prop gun. But this story, sm- it smells fucking foul as fuck. If you can get the shit That's out. how Brandon Lee died. I know. I don't trust anything in this situation. So what I'm talking about is Alec Baldwin. He is an actor. He was making a movie. The movie's called Rust. Uh, apparently, a prop gun was given to him. When he picked up the prop gun, the gun wasn't thoroughly checked. That's what they say. How's it a prop gun, but it shot real shit? It's so many issues with this story that I don't understand. So what the the main thing that okay, so he shot two people Mm -hmm. with one bullet. 
How? Did he go through the person and go to the other person? When I first heard this, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I've heard stories of Alec Baldwin having a temper, an mm-hmm. anger issues. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he got into an argument and grabbed his gun. It's like, if it was real, I would shoot you and pow, and then shot and killed somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I'm trying to piece this story together by the limited information that is coming out. Mm-hmm. Now, what was also said was that while he was filming, Somehow he shot the director and the center photographer. Yeah, everybody got it. Everybody got it. So my head assumed that he was just arguing with these people. But now they're saying that he just got the gun and somehow he it just went off and shot some people. I don't trust this story. That was somebody else. Yeah. Like this, we have this news jail. clip kind of covers. But the everything. parents the parents was just like, hey, like we don't blame you, Alec Baldwin. How you don't blame him? You don't know what happened. That's what they said. The parents of the young woman who died, they said, we don't blame you. That make it all right? What? That makes it excusable? I don't understand. You're saying that the parents don't blame him for killing their daughter. I'm just stating what the parents said. I understand that. I'm not giving nobody no pass. I'm just saying what the parents said. Okay. They don't know developments in that tragic shooting on the set of an Alec Baldwin movie. The stars speaking out for the first time as we learn new details about what happened in the moments before he fired a prop gun that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins. This as new details emerge about the alleged conditions on set and prior concerns raised about safety. ABC's Kaylee Hartung is in Santa Fe with the latest on the investigation. Good morning, Kaylee. Good morning, Victor. We are getting a better picture this morning of what went wrong on the Santa Fe set. Investigators are still talking to cast and crew here at the Sheriff's Department, but one Russ crew member telling us he had never met a director of photography so kind, selfless, and talented as Helena Hutchins. And as this crew mourns the loss of her life cut too short, we are hearing from her husband for the first time this morning. This morning, a search warrant in the urgent investigation into that horrifying movie set shooting, revealing how that loaded firearm ended up in Alec Baldwin's hands. Police say Baldwin fired a prop gun, accidentally killing a cinematographer and injuring the director during the production of the Western film Rust. The warrant detailing the moment an assistant director handed Baldwin the prop gun, proclaiming it was a cold gun, a term used to let the crew know the weapon does not contain live rounds. The gun, handled by armorer, identified as Hannah Gutierrez. After the gun was fired by Baldwin, she took the spent casing out before handing it to top authorities. But when Baldwin fired, a projectile struck 42-year-old Helena Hutchins in the chest, killing her and wounding director Joel Souza in the shoulder. Baldwin, seen here, doubled over in agony moments after being questioned by police, tweeting, his heart is broken and he's in touch with Helena's grieving husband. This chilling 911 call describing the chaos on the set. I just f***ed that yelled at me at lunch because asking about revision. He's supposed to check the guns. He's responsible for it. The assistant director telling investigators he did not know there were any rounds in the gun. One crew member telling ABC News the issue of gun safety had been brought up by the camera crew and brushed off repeatedly by producers. In the past week, there were at least two accidental discharges of the prop gun on set, according to that member of the camera crew, who said a list of safety and other concerns prompted almost the entire camera department to walk off the set just hours before the shooting. 
Rust producers telling Variety they were not aware of complaints and would conduct an internal review of procedures and are cooperating with the investigation. The film industry's standard safety bulletin for firearms on set emphasizes blanks can kill. Live ammunition is never to be used nor brought onto any studio lot or stage. It's tragic. It's horrible. It's preventable. This sort of thing doesn't happen. Hutchins' husband, Matthew, expressing his grief in a heartfelt post on Twitter, saying Helena inspired us all with her passion and vision, adding her legacy is too meaningful to encapsulate in words. It's been nearly 30 years since the accidental death of Brandon Lee, the son of famed martial artist Bruce Lee, while filming the movie The Crow. It brought back a lot of feelings and emotions um, for me and my family. Brandon Lee was also killed when a prop gun accidentally fired a live round. I think in this day and age, there's no reason to have a gun that can fire a projectile on a set. And we're already seeing the reverberations of this tragedy in Hollywood. ABC's crime drama, The Rookie, saying they will ban all live gunfire on set immediately. Any gunfire that they have, it will be done by airsoft guns. Those are similar to BB guns. And any special effects will be done in post-production through CGI wit. Just an awful tragedy and still so many questions. Kaylee Hartung for us on the scene. Thank you. Hey, real quick, the uh, production company that was producing, you know, Russ, mm -hmm. owned by Alec Baldwin. He's the producer. That's his company. There's just a lot of negligence on that set. Negligence? The crew told the producers, who producer happens to be Alec Baldwin, that we don't want to film because we've already had two discharges already. Mm -hmm. That's not negligence? He In this clip, they just said Alec Baldwin said he didn't know anything about the two other discharges. Right. He's lying. That's negligence. Yes, it's negligence. But he's also lying. Okay. If you... If, okay, you're the manager. You're the manager of the store. Your, hmm. your employees complain to the manager of the store mm. about conditions in the store and then when you come in and something happens you're like man i ain't know nothing about these conditions well i mean it's more than just him on the set too when you say producers with a s that's more than one nigga it's your company it's still more than one person that's handling this shit so you too. don't think he knew anything about this i don't i don't know Okay. Um, I'm not on a production set What I'm saying is It's negligence I'm not going to point the finger Just at Alec Baldwin There's a lot of people Handling that shit too Information Was some. It was a lot of Like I said There was a ton of negligence On this set And I agree with you But I'm also saying He's lying as well It's very weird That the cinematographer And the producer Not the producer The cinematographer the And the director Get shot Right. By a prop gun when they're not in, they shouldn't be in the scene. They shouldn't be, they're behind the scenes. You yes. know, they're, you know, filming it. Right. How did he end up with them in the scopes? <laughs> that I don't know. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of left out information. It's too early to assume, but already I see issues with this story. Okay. The, the issues is Alec Baldwin shot two people with one bullet. Right. How is that possible? Did it ricochet? Did it go through some shit? <laughs> I have no idea. They said that the person who was supposed to check it fired around and then they said, okay, it's good to go. It's a cold gun, but then it still fired around. So mm -hmm. what the fuck? The same gun that they used earlier to shoot other stuff? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? This shit's, This is a real gun. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with a real gun? I agree with that. But it's just a ton of negligence on that set. It's a ton this of This nigga people. need to be arrested, dog. 
it's a lot of sense. other people need to be arrested too. More than him just handled that gun. And more than one person knew what. First of all, you shouldn't even have a fucking gun that can. They literally just made the point. What do you need this for? We're in 2021. We don't. You can CGI every fucking thing. For realism, I can understand that. Budgets. It's always about a budget. You don't want to use like fake shit and have to digitalize that slows down the production of it all. If you can just get the pop, you can use a blank round. That's what was supposed to have been used. But that's what killed Brandon Lee, a blank round. That's what they said, but it could have been mixed up with a live round. We don't so know. So which way is it? What are you talking about? What are you confused which, about? Which way is it, bro? Either either the shit, either they don't need to have the shit on there, or they they do. Like, I, I, this is what I'm saying. You're like, well, it's budget. So their budget is, is not worth people's lives. I didn't say that. I, I, I know you didn't say that. I'm asking the question. Okay, I'm going to try to explain myself again because I'm confusing you somehow. I'm not confused. You just asked me which one is it. I'm confused. Explain what, what how did I confuse you? You literally if, said, or, well, well, you're saying, hey, there's budgets here. So, you know, they I can understand the okay, realism. Okay, stop. The reason you would do that is because you don't want to spend more money digitalizing a pop coming out of a gun. Mm. That's that's where you stopping it. That's the budget. Right. You're using live rounds there. Right. And you should not be using live rounds. Right. And I literally said, why why should we have guns here if we can digitalize it? That's what I'm saying. And I'm saying the excuse is that they are going to say it's the budget. They don't want to spend more money because they're using shit that's already working. Okay. That's all I need. I I was trying to make sure we, I was trying to figure it out which way we were going with this. Because like I said before, spend the money on the CGI. That's what I'm saying. And you're like, it's well, fine for you to say that now after somebody gets shot. I've all, bro, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Don't try to paint me as the fucking villain on this. Shit. I'm not oh, painting you a villain. I'm like, just it's, saying it's, okay it's convenient for you to, say, for that you to after, say that now after the fact. Yes. Okay. You're right. <laughs> you are right, man. All right. All I'm saying is, take the guns away from the sets, and you don't have these types of shit. This type of shit happening. That's all I'm saying. CGI shit. It's 2021. We, right. we can CGI stuff. You can you you can fucking green screen a gun now. Yeah. And I agree with you. And I said that. And the reason that he didn't do this is because of budget. I know how movies work. Then I'm but not, when I'm but I, I'm I'm also not gonna sit up here and say Alec Baldwin is the sole person that's at fault. I'm not saying that. No 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 no. He is the person who shot. Yes. But he is also the production owner. He's the owner of the company. So him cutting back shit for budget cuts or saying, trying to save more money ended up with somebody dying. That's like if you have a prop car on a scene and it doesn't have seatbelts or some shit and you crash the car and the stuntman dies, you're responsible for that death. But it was other people handling the guns, And I too. understand that. Other people built the car, but the car didn't have seatbelts. You're the sole person that's responsible for that death. Regardless if he did it personally, it's his company. Okay. It's more than just one person that's at fault for this. I keep saying I understand that. I know. But he's also responsible for this. And death. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be responsible. Then what is the hang up? I'm trying to figure that out too. <laughs> I'm, I'm so literally confused. saying, I'm saying, I literally said, there's a lot of negligence on this set. And you was just like, Alec Bowen needs to be arrested. I didn't say Alec Baldwin don't need to be arrested. I said there's tons of negligence on this set. Right. 
people were handling this gun. There were things that was happening. Yes, he is the manager, but goddamn, if you robbed the bank and you got a nigga driving the car, the nigga who driving the car an accessory. So it's more than one person that is at fault for this. Yes, yes he is the top guy. When you fucking go for the mob, you want to go for the godfather. But guess what? You got to go for the capos. You got to go for the motherfuckers who are on the streets. It's more than just him. I was taking it as you were saying. He's the long person that should be arrested. And I never said that. That's I where I was that confused way. by That's how you That's what I was saying. I just heard the statement. He should be arrested. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what yeah. are you getting to? Like, okay. I'm just saying. Right. You was like, Alec Baldwin should be arrested. You're right. But it's other motherfuckers that need to be arrested, too. And I'm not saying they shouldn't. I know. But I'm saying. <laughs> That's why I was like, what That's are you what I'm confused saying. by? When you make the statement that Alec Baldwin should be arrested, me listening to you thinking, hey, he should be the only one being arrested. When I say, hey, there's a lot of negligence on there, you were like, yeah, Alec Baldwin. I'm so, like, okay, it's me, other me, people. Last thing I'm going to say. Everybody's if, handling, the, handling the gun. It's uh, more than one person that. He's that's a, understood at this point. Right. Okay, stop. Hear me out. I got you. At the end of the day, this is your company, your corporation. Right. So anything your employees do, that is on you. So even though he's the person who shot somebody and killed somebody, mm-hmm. it's still his fault for even if they. they cut corners in any kind of way they didn't have the right handlers they didn't have the right type of ammunition they used a real gun it's his fault so that's why i'm saying he should be arrested along with the investigation of all the other people who did wrong shit he is the one who did the thing that caused the death exactly (laughs) exactly okay i mean like i said before when i hear you say alec baldwin should be arrested i'm like well there's some other niggas that need to be rounded up too and okay then i tried to get get the regulators up and round up the other motherfuckers that's what i'm saying i got you and i hear you and i tried to understand that point clear and you said anyway it doesn't matter it It don't matter matter. we're we're talking about the same thing on a different different we're we're saying the same thing just different ways or we're not maybe we're not i don't know He's lying. Well, I never said he wasn't. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm, you're not, but I'm saying he's lying about it, and we don't know what actually happened. And so it sounds like, hold round on, let me make my, let, yeah, round them all up. But it does definitely sound like they're using this as a cover story for whatever actually happened. Because I don't, again, I don't understand how the people in production end up in front of a gun. Now, maybe he was just so negligent. He's like, oh, this gun, oh, if it was real, I would shoot you. And he did. But I, just, I don't get that. How does that happen? But with him being the guy who owns all this shit, arrest him. I have no, I have no qualms about that. Now, but arrest what if, the arrest the other, arrest some other motherfuckers too. What if it was some of the people on set were like some crazy MAGA conspiracy type bullshit, and they're like, "Oh, he made fun of the president." Yeah, Candace Owens said that. Oh, she did. Yeah, that's why I was like, I came back Candace Owens when she do stupid shit. Hmm. Candace Owens like, that's his karma for what you get for talking bad about. Trump. Oh wow! And I was just like, yeah, that's no, that's like, well, fuck, it's Candace not, Owens, like, that's fucked up. Well, he's one of those people who was like, yeah, we shouldn't have guns out there, but yet still, he doesn't know how to properly handle a gun. Yeah, man, y'all motherfuckers need to just switch some shit up and green screen some shit and just do it that way because this it, this is not the first time some blanks have been, you know, what I'm saying, like, there's other cases besides Brandon Lee's. This this is. Nobody got killed or hurt, mm-hmm. but this is not the first time that Hollywood has had a situation where blanks and a gun have um, injured people. At, no, just went off. Oh, yeah. Well, they said it happened before in this production. And I'm like, how is that even possible? 
This shit shouldn't be possible. And you got a bunch of people who are fucking actors, and you have people who people who don't have the the gun knowledge to be handling guns on the set. Like you got a lot of fucking amateur motherfuckers on here handling shit that they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And that's why I started out with the the gun aspect of it. But also that falls back on the crew, the, the production company, mm-hmm. because they didn't hire the right type of handlers. Just. Like, I, there are some movies that, that I like old Hollywood when they used to get like old veteran cops on the, on the, yes, uh, on the set. Niggas and who they got be, experience. Yeah, they used to be like, yeah, we, we wanted to make sure that everything was authentic. So we hired this cop or we hired this mm-hmm. uh, firefighter. Like, just you can give them, you can give them a, a rack and they'll be straight. You know how many John Wick movies there are? There's three of them. You ever heard of Keanu Reeves killing somebody? Because yeah. they, they take but the precautions. They they hire professionals to be on the set. Just just hire either don't use real guns or hire motherfuckers. Now it's it's rumored at this point that he didn't he went through some shady means of getting people on that team. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like the budget. He trying to save money, so he couldn't cost. Yeah, man, but it ain't worth it. Yeah, especially when somebody died. You know what I'm saying? And he got. And be honest with you, he got to live with it. Yeah, it's, it's, like he, he got to live with that shit. So that sometimes living with shit like that is worse than going to jail. Yeah. Came out busting. Came out. Well. Yeah, I, I had a whole bunch of jokes about shooting and I was just like, yeah, Damn, it's not the right one. I was like, this dude literally changing the meaning of shooting stars. You know? Mm, no. That was, that was all right. All right, all right. Well, maybe it's, it's Yeah. Well, here, here's the actual joke. I say, I can't wait for his next movie. It'll be Alex Baldwin in space called Shooting Stars. Mm, yeah. I like the new meaning yeah. of shooting stars. Um, sometimes you just got to take charge and shoot your shot. Oh, yeah. You didn't say that. Somebody else did. Yeah. Uh, he was literally shooting a movie. Mm, okay. All right. I, I couldn't one. find a way to work him in, so I was just like, nah, that's the best one. That's because we was at odds. Yeah, it's all good. Is that it? Uh, no, nah, I want to end on some happy shit, but I. It's two things. Hooters employees are mad about their new shorts. They're more like pantyhose than anything else. Why? Yeah. Ain't none of them got ass. Well, the shorts is supposed to help them out. It's a deeper cut. They're protesting it. But I really mm. want to know, how does Hooters, how is Hooters okay in today's society? Or is it, they're using the sex positive image I mean, of a woman? Yeah, is, these, is these that, women are sex positive and they can do what they, they're independent, they're strong, independent, and, and, and wonderful. Okay. They're making money. That makes you strong and independent <laughs> when you're making money. Ask the women who drive charges. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't need that nigga. I got my own business. Well, sometimes I sell you, lashes. Sometimes you do need that nigga, and sometimes <laughs> niggas do need to make changes, and sometimes it might be in charge. Oh shit! This is the last thing. When the SOS went up at a troubled school, who answered the call? A bunch of DADs. Here's CBS's <laughs> Steve Hartman on the road. Not many good news stories begin in such a bad news way. It happened last month here at Southwood High School in Shreveport, Louisiana. Plagued with violence. Over the course of three days, another fight. 23 students arrested for fighting. Massive police response. But strangely, there hasn't been another incident since. Perhaps in part because of this most unusual crisis intervention team. 
Nobody here has a degree in school counseling. No, no majors in criminal justice. No. No. Your qualifications are? Well, Dad, we decided the best people who can take care of our kids are who? Or us. So Michael Lafitte started Dads on Duty. We're out doing what we do for our babies. A group of about 40 Southwood dads who now hang out at the school in shifts. Let's go. Today, any negative energy that enters the building has to run a gauntlet of good parenting. What's going on, buddy? You moving fast. I like that horse. I immediately felt a form of safety. Wait, we stopped yeah. fighting. People started going to class. How could that be? You ever heard of a look? A look? Dads it have is. the power to do that? Yes. <laughs> not many people know it, but yes. <laughs> let's go, let's go. But it's not just the firm stares and stern warnings. Let's make it to class, my son. It's also the dad jokes. <laughs> They just make funny jokes like, oh, hey, your suit is untied, but it's really not untied. <laughs> and they hate it. They're so embarrassed by it. And it's that perfect mix of tough love and gentle ribbing that dads do so well that has helped transform this school. The school has really just been, like, happy, and you can feel it. Which is why the dads plan to keep coming to Southwood indefinitely. Because not everybody has the father figure, the father figure at home. Or a male, period in their life. Like so that. just to be here makes a big difference. Do you think you stumbled onto something here? Absolutely. I think absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Have a good morning. They'd like to start chapters of Dads on Duty throughout Louisiana. What's up, baby boy? And hope to eventually take on the country. All right. Without a fight. <laughs> Steve Hartman on the road in Shreveport, Louisiana. Man, stop, man. You got me choked up over here. Bro. It's dope, right? Man, that shit is so. Man, that choked me up, bro. Just think about it. That's, like, some, that's some cool, selfless shit, man. Like, and they, and they, and you know, they're they're black fathers, which is makes it even for me, just makes it even more powerful. I just, yeah, man, that that kind of choked me up. That's bro. why I'm fighting for society, man. It's still good people out here, man, regardless of what fire. I see on the news. Like, I I just can't believe. People would be on the train and not do nothing, or people would just marry a god daughter and after they trounce everything. I mean, it's some that's bullshit. a whole nother mess. From <laughs> I just want decency, and there's some decency in this world, and this is a, a sign of it. And I'm I'm proud to see it. But you know, they said the fights just stop once these guys are in the school. So mm. it's like, what are they doing that the administration wasn't doing? Them kids said to themselves, "It's just they're just they're, being they're fathers. Right. They got a look, and they I, they you know they cracking jokes. Like I, I I just feel like you know that male presence, that positive male presence, mm-hmm. uh, is just something that kind of just it 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 do something to you, man. And right. you and especially especially if they kids go to that school and they know they they dad don't man man right. my my dad don't play bro yeah. like I'm going to I'm going to class you know what I'm saying it's like sometimes that type of situation yeah. when you know how a motherfucker do it at how how shit happens at home and that shit is at your school oh, and you sucks. got and you got a, a strong um group of men that are like putting that kind of energy out there mm-hmm. yeah you are going to do right yeah it sucks i went to my high school or my junior high with my dad he was a teacher and mm. i was in the school with him shit sucked because anytime i did something they went right over there and told him mm-hmm. or any, any student say i seen your son doing it i was like nigga shut up mm-hmm. couldn't do shit yeah but 
made me who I am today. Yeah, man. So. Nah, bro. I, I think this is amazing. I, I hope them dudes keep doing it. I hope that this keeps. I hope this rubs off on some other. I mean, somebody, some other dudes, some other guys tried to do it, but they had on suits and they was. It was like the fifty dads, and it was like we don't want pass. Give you lunch and bring you to school. Now this that's cool shit. too. Just being involved. Yeah, I just I, I want to see more of this. It's dope. Just being there is, is half the battle. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Can't end it on some bullshit, nigga. Hey man, yeah, what it is, man. Bullshit comes comes and goes. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Government Podcast. If you out there partying it for the classic, make sure you guys are being careful on the road. Don't mm-hmm. go to the mall or none of that shit. Just just party where you at until the classic get here. But enjoy your classic week and uh we'll catch you guys next time. Happy Halloween. She just kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said. <laughs> and I say it again. BYK Radio.